Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Always blame the X. <laughs> always. always. Revisionist of history on the X's. Always. That's the thing, though, with X's. You can't, that's what I hate about X's is that, like, you can never control what is being said about you later on they know too much about you no but they can remix any situation to make you look like a dickhead exactly (laughs) they have credibility you know what i'm saying just because they're friends with people (laughs) you know what i mean their friends are gonna take their side obviously all the time my friend's not crazy why would she be the one in the wrong (laughs) she was with him for five years men are trash like i believe (laughs) (laughs) that's how girls relate to each other (laughs) yo that's yeah no that shit you can stoop to their level and and bad mouth them, but who has time for that? Yeah, that like, me. I don't have time for that. Honestly, energy. I think it's it's. it's it I don't know. I think it looks bad on you to talk down on your ex. Yeah, 100%. personally, it means you're not over like, it. No, not even that. It's like this was your choice. Mm-hmm. Imagine going out here, yo, this ugly dumb bitch. Fam, you dated that ugly dumb bitch for, for like, five years, six you, years. You introduced that ugly dumb bitch to your mother, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and said you loved her. Yeah, like, you did. come yes, on, the app pictures holding each other hands and kissing. Like, it's just like a girl downplaying your dick size after messing with you. Like, how's that any different? We had sex more than 500 times. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you lying? You enjoy me. Well, you had sex with 500 times with this mediocre dick. <laughs> with this mediocre okay. dick. God so, damn. what does that say about you? Oh, with your low ass standards. We're going to get Tyshawn for getting canceled out here. <laughs> All right. Imagine. I'm going to stay out of this. He's on, he's on Canadian <laughs> television. <laughs> Yo! Yeah. Yo! Yo! Welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. It's God your boy, Marvin. Damn it, it's Norm. Norm is back. I'm back. Feels back good from to Montreal. Be back. Feels good to be back. Back to make classics with the gang. Yeah, man. And we're joined by two guests, man. You know, one voice, very familiar. <laughs> no, what is this? Your third, fourth yeah, time? Third time. They didn't. You guys haven't brought me here. For he so was long. on the first episode ever, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When Marlon first had the idea in his room, he said, <laughs> "Femi, I want to do a podcast." Oh, I don't know why I sound like Mufasa, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we got Femi Lawson <laughs> in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. And Big we man. got a special guest. Man yep. came in the mature yep. salmon bedroom. <laughs> man came in the mature salmon, you know. Mature. <laughs> We've got Big Brother Season 9 winner, Tyshawn, in the building. Tyshawn. And now on Amazing Race. They got niggas running across the country. That sounds kind of racist, but I, I like I like Amazing Race. You see what they have us doing? It's crazy. Listen, but Amazing Race, not for nothing, like will never be in cancel culture or anything. No, no, no. Because if you look at even old episodes with the nature of their show, mm-hmm. if that shit happened in like the eighties, mad offensive stuff would have yeah. been in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad offensive mm-hmm. stuff. But they're very like culturally specific. Like they be diving deep into the culture, like mm-hmm. for real, mm-hmm. and educate you along the way. Like, yeah. how's it been on when you were filming that show? It was like an unreal experience, right? Yeah. You get to see Canada in a way in which we never see it, especially mm-hmm. as minorities. Like, yeah. We're very like, as minorities, we're like Toronto. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Anything true. outside Toronto, we're not trying to see it. 
Especially if you're black. Especially. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's scary to us. But to see it in the way I got to see it, with my dad, too. With your dad. <laughs> another <laughs> legend. Hold on. Another Shout legend. Out to Cedric Newman. Cedric Newman. Cedric Stand-up Newman. comic in the city for years <laughs> upon years. He's been... One of the top in the circuit in this city, at least for like over ten years, probably. Right? How long has he been in stand up? He's probably? a Montrealer too, eh? Yeah. Oh, he's a Montrealer, he's a Montrealer, too. Montrealer yeah, yeah. man. He's a Montrealer. He's a Montrealer. But yeah, no. How was that experience? Like, did you guys end up? You had to buck heads at some point. There's always a point of American, Amazing Race where men just want to scrap. Yeah. Like, They're not smiling anymore. That smile that has a little, a little anger to it, you know? Let me tell you something about Cedric Newman, my father. He's a stand-up comedian, so he's a funny guy. Yeah. And all the time, he's a funny guy. All the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. So when there's an issue, he's still laughing. And sometimes I have to, you know... Yeah. Fix him up. Like, what are you doing? It's, it's a defense not, mechanism, it's not man. Funny. Yeah. See, that's how you know he was raised in a good home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we go to laughter when we have faced that trauma as chi- children. <laughs> we don't know how to face problems, bro. We just laugh our way through. Just laughing. <laughs> just gotta make some comedy. <laughs> <clown, man>. yo. <laughs> so you guys ended up bucking heads, but how did you guys get over it? How'd you guys? How'd you guys do? We. Well, I can't tell you. Now we 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 really did well, mm. and uh, it's one of those things we have to watch together and see how it goes. But overall, like he didn't come at me; I only came at him sometimes yeah, yeah. because I'm that's how I am. Like, yeah. I'm just very very competitive. Where mm-hmm. he's very like fun loving. Let's yeah. have a good time. And make people laugh and let's enjoy this. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> we gotta win. This. We gotta win yeah. at all costs. Like yeah. I want to win that's so bad. So crazy. And that's just me. Yeah, so. and you get to trap like the traveling, especially in this this country. Like going to Vancouver is like five million. Yeah. <laughs> Minimal amount of money with inflation is like five mil, five point five. Yeah, 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 it's crazy yeah. out here. So like, even trying to see, even if you have the interest, which is rare, to go out and see Calgary, Manitoba, all these different places. Like, where are you getting the funds for it, fam? Especially if you live in Toronto. Right now, our city is booming with the highest insurance rate, rent, gas, grocery. Go down the list, and we are near the top in North America. Even, even jollof rice is going up in price. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> highest oxtail price. You already know oxtail, bench. Just go watch my my Instagram video, <laughs> latest one. We protested, but yo, how do you even get into like the? Because you're now a part of the reality show circuit in Canada, which isn't too big but notable. How did you even get started in like Big Brother? How did you start hear about that and, and join it? What's crazy is I never actually watched Big Brother prior to going on it. Mm. Um, what kind of happened is my dad um, pushed us to apply for the Amazing Race Canada. And through that application process, I was kind of exposed to certain things. Yeah. And that led to someone telling me, yo, why don't you apply for Big Brother Canada? It would actually be a cool experience. Yeah. And me, I never wanted to be on camera. Like, I never saw myself as a TV personality, camera, none of that. Like, yeah. I was very private. Like, I don't want to be on IG. I don't want to be in the camera. I don't want yeah. no one know what yeah. I'm doing, who I'm talking to, none of that. Yeah. So when I had the opportunity to go on Big Brother, I was just like, why not try it out? Like, who knows what could happen? Right. I went on and I was like, yo, these people try to finesse me? <laughs> <laughs> what is the show for who those who haven't, who haven't watched it and have just, because it's Big Brother. We've all heard of yeah, it at least. Exactly. It's been on for years. What is the show? Because as far as I'm concerned, it looks like a personality contest. It looks like whoever's the coolest person gets out of votes and knows how to maneuver house. through the challenges and, and all that other stuff is the one that wins. How does it work? Yes and no. So the game is based off a book called 1984 by George Orwell. George Orwell. Oh, you know that. Yeah. And it's really a social game. They put you in a, in a closed 
scenario where you try to see who, how people move and maneuver and who gets to the top. Yeah. The thing about Big Brother is that the coolest person doesn't necessarily always win because you want to get the coolest person out yeah. if you're not the coolest mm. person. Right? So it's a bunch of you trying to play like you're not cool and uh. trying to play like you're not friends with everybody but still friends with everybody. And it's a lot of social maneuvering. So even when you win a competition and you can nominate people for eviction, you have to nominate the right people. Yeah. You always have to know how to adjust to different situations. Mm. Like, it's no different than life. Like, it's trying to, like, maneuver through life where people are not threatened by you, but also don't want to take you out. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it, it's, it's, it's a really... So you manipulate women, is what you say. This guy's a champion manipulator. Champion. <laughs> no, but I understand it. Like, I get it. It's... It's what I say, honestly, with every reality show, not even just that one. With most reality shows that are a competition where it's like elimination, I'm always like, you don't want to be at the top. You don't want to be at the bottom. Stay even keel in that yeah. middle area with any reality show, and you could at least get to the semifinals. Yeah. And then from there, it's usually on you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Once it's out of the, especially when they take it out of the public hands, and it's just on you. Oh my gosh, sky's the limit from that point because now nobody knows what you're even capable of. It's true. What if you are one of the yeah. best athletes there and you just been holding back a little bit? Nobody's telling you you gotta win every week or win one week. Then just allow it. Exactly. You gotta play it cool. And that's <laughs> yeah. one of those shows where you gotta play it cool and you gotta be able to read social situations. Mm. Are those two actually friends but they're trying to finesse me like they're not? Mm. Are those two actually talking? But it's like oh, you gotta, I would be, able do to, well you gotta be able to read. I'd fuck this game up. It's funny. I was reading an article though and that was like the overarching theme about you when they were describing you. They were like, he was just in the cut, just chilling, just even killed, nothing. It wasn't too loud, wasn't too soft. He was just there and then out of nowhere, boom, he came out on top. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's kind of what it was. Like, I always said, and I believe in this show, it's like, that's my genuine, authentic personality. Yeah. Like, I'm very, like, laid back. I analyze the situation. I'm not the loudest person in the room. That's just me. Mm -hmm. So I had a chance to just watch everybody try to be a TV star. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, <laughs> not everyone, but a lot of people yeah. trying to, like, doing you know, too much. doing a lot. Mm -hmm. And you're just kind of like, ah, okay, that's, that's what you're on. When Jamar was on there, that shit was funny as hell. <laughs> Yeah. Jamar was on the season before you, yeah. right? I think they realized we need light-skinned guys from Toronto to be on the show. <laughs> when Jamar was on that show, bro, the man brought the, the Toronto slang in there, yeah. and it almost brought too much attention to him, I feel like. Like, at one point, it was just like, oh, he's a cool black guy that talks a little different. And then it was like, he's the focal point. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very. I've got to watch Big Brother now. i got to watch it. What was your chore in the house? Did you have a chore in the house? That I no, I never had a specific no? chore. No, no, no. I always say you got to pick the the chore that no one wants to do, and you will last long in the house. Mm. Cooking's because a big one, though. If nobody wants to cook, and you're cooking every night, and your body into cooking, who wants to get rid of the cook? <laughs> I'm not gonna get rid of the chef. <laughs> who wants to get rid of the chef? Who wants to get rid of the guy doing the dishes? Yo, I tried to do that shit. They kicked me out first. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, but that was before they knew what reality TV was. Okay. <laughs> That's early days. You're early. He was on a reality show, Much Music VJ, way back in like early oh, six, oh, bro. Yeah, 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 so this yeah. is like there's just learning reality shows. Yeah, now yeah, people yeah. know the language of reality shows. There's a certain flow to it. So like, mm. if you see on Love Island and shit. It's always a person who's, who's doing the dishes and cooking lasts till the very end, bro. Yeah, feeding everybody's stomach. They remember you every day. Every day. When they're taking a shit, that shit <laughs> is because of the food they gave you. <laughs> Don't kill me. Would you be out, big brother? You know what? I, I, I thought about it because they have, they have it in Nigeria as well, too. And mm. it's like booming. 
anybody that goes on that show, it's like their life changes, right? Wow. And I was like, you know, that would be a good idea. But then I'm like, how much of my life would the world know? Because it's like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. How much do I want to expose? Then my auntie would be like, hey, so family, this is what you are doing. <laughs> you are like this. <laughs> but I think it would be dope though. I, at this point right now, I think I would actually do it. But that's the thing about reality shows. Like, I always wonder, like, were you hyper conscious that you're on TV the entire time? Or were there times where you just, it kind of slipped your mind? Never slipped my mind. Never. Okay. Being a black man that's on what television. Saying. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Talk never to me. You can never I, sleep. Yo, I be watching people. And I'm like, yo, you know, you millions seen. of people are seeing you. And they can replay your clip. Like, <laughs> it, it boggles my mind some of the shit I see, especially on Love Island. I'll always go back to that because that's what I watch. Them people, yeah, them wicked. <laughs> them wicked, bud. <laughs> and I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's like because they're in the house so long and they sleep there and everything. I'm like, do they just forget that there are cameras everywhere, mm, that they're yeah. constantly wearing a mic? It makes no sense to me. It's wild. It's wild, bro. Anyways. <laughs> Amazing race. You guys are the third leg now. And obviously you can't tell us what happened. But were there any groups you guys had like beef with? I always see that too. When they start beefing with the next squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we did have a little beef with the squad. Mm. It, it hasn't been revealed in the episode yet. Mm. So I can't, I can't talk about it. Okay. Can we say the background of the group? Was it, was it racism? <laughs> <laughs> no, no racism. Just, you know Subvert what? maybe? <laughs> <laughs> the amazing racism. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? With these shows, they try to put all kinds of different personalities together. Yeah. So there's... So there's some friction and drama. Yeah, yeah. And I would say, like, there was some friction and drama. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, when you're trying to win and you're competing, like, that's yeah. how it goes. I mean, you could have been the first man to give someone a death us on reality that television was just, that in was Canada. Good. I feel like the first person to box someone in Canadian television, going, they're out of here. That's a out Canadian here. heritage yeah, moment right, right away. Like, oh, yeah. Immediately. Immediately. What, first person just... Wow, <laughs> just a college hill. You remember college hill? College hill when she took the, the heel, heel and that boops. made the show. That made, made the show. show. Man, never heard what? Hold on, a girl was bleeding from her from forehead. Her from I'm watching heel? that. <laughs> People want that violence, you bro. Would you? Whatever happens to her, though, did they have one of those? Oh, they uh, had a return, uh, like a uh, party or like anniversary of the show, like ten years or something like that. And they're cool. Yeah, <laughs> they're chill. They're actually what? really good friends now. <laughs> like really good friends. A heel in the head that brought us closer together. Oh. <laughs> That was that was great BT times, man. Um, are there any reality shows you're hoping to get on after these? I would say like I'm not obviously trying to make reality show the end all and be all of my life. Like I kind of want to yeah. transition maybe out of that phase at some point. But yeah. I think there are like the challenge uh, would be really cool. Um, the to, challenge, to, yes, to that's what I was gonna say. The Bachelor, I'd want to be the Bachelor. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. 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 I want to get them just yeah. trying to. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tantalize you. You know, the bachelor would be greasy. <laughs> you gonna greasy. do that with your dad? <laughs> Yo, you and your dad do bachelor together. <laughs> Son, what do you think about her? <laughs> Everybody uh, got our roles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody. If it was me, your I'm trying to be on. I would be on Temptation Island. Oh, yeah. oh, like if I was single, oh, no. I'll be on Temptation Island. Wait, is that a, isn't that a couple show? When you there's a, they the couples they go there they're having problems or issues in their relationship and they want to test the trust. Also oh, they swap them and so they put the girl the girls in the house with twelve guys or fourteen guys and they put the guys in the house with uh, twelve or fourteen girls that are That's single true. and all trying to get you. <laughs> it's beautiful. 
It's just glorious. One of us slip up uh, first day. Dog, what? <laughs> if I'm, I'm talking about if I'm single, one of the single guys going in. No. I wouldn't go there with my with my girl. Are you crazy? That's a that's a setup. To like what? Hundred yeah. percent. And, and just like well, he said, I'm hyper too, focused that so. I'm on camera the whole time. Yeah. I wouldn't slip nothing. It's true, it's true. I'd be in the freaking field just. <laughs> <laughs> Kumbaya. Kumbaya. Merlin, come get a shot. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing nothing, dog. My mom watching too. Hey, with a uh, bottle of olive oil in her hand, ready to rebuke. Nah, not a chance, brother. See, in reality shows where they can kick you off, if you become that person, they'll just find a way to kick you off the show, right. like get you, you know. Yeah, if you're boring, oh, you're they'll you're get boring, you out of there. If you're the, if you're the type that's keeping the peace, they're like, nah. And they know out. how to do it now. They're, oh, we this episode's a public vote. <laughs> the like, public voted The public voted <laughs> How many people texted this number for 40 cents Come on let's be very real And they'll kick out the person who's boring And then just bring in some newbies Especially yeah. Love Island once again man They What they do Have you watched the show? Yeah So they just bring girls and guys in Like by the dozens bro so There'll be like four new guys next episode Three oh. new girls next episode And you're in a relationship with someone and now there's people coming in that need a relationship to stay in the house. So they're, <laughs> they're putting it on you. They're putting it on you and testing you. And you these don't guys know are, what's real or oh, not. It's you crazy. Really and they always lick it up. Stay inside. Always lick and it the up. thing is, it's like you're, yeah. you're in a house. Like, how was it being in a house? No phone, no access to the outside world. Like, how do you fill up the day? Just talking with people? Talking. Just talking. Just talking about the same stories. Same, and you can't talk about, like, you can't talk about celebrities. You can't talk about any name brands. You so they tell you there's things you can't say. Oh, there's things you can't say. Like, I can't just talk about stuff. Like, so gotta, wait, you can't even just talk about it and they edit it? No, because it's like, you could have a juicy conversation and slide something in that conversation that could be copyright, right? So they, they just train you from time. Can't talk about that. Oh, wow. And you're constantly reminded can't talk about brands you can't sing songs you can't how often do you see these producers like do they come you don't see them so how do they communicate with you guys the voice big brother the voice you see how calm his face got yeah. when he said it though he's like the voice <laughs> did they inject you on the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's crazy so Yo. you say so you start saying something and someone comes up hey hey to sean stop that Oh my wow. God, that's some real George Orwell that's shit. Different. Good night, house guests. Time for bed. That's some real it's Big a, Brother shit right voice. there. You don't see nobody. Big Brother in the book is the same way. It's yeah. like just a voice instructing you, or maybe like an image on the mm -hmm. TV at all times. It's yeah, that's wild. That's it. The voice and the host. And if we ever saw Arissa, who's the host, come on the TV. You know something bad's about to happen. Oh, wow. Because she'd be like, house guests to the living room. You're like, oh, Wait, would, your, would your heart start beating? Beating. Because you're like, yo, someone's going home. <laughs> yeah, that's some real training, you know. Yo, I, I'm so happy I know that feeling now because of the VJ search. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yo, standing there just heart pumping, waiting for a name. It's it's surreal. Yeah. It's it's surreal. That's crazy, bro. So when I didn't even see how you... How did you end up winning the show? So... Well, it got to the end, and well, I had to snake my boy. I think that was one of the hardest mm. parts oh. of the show. I want to call it snake. Was yeah, it it's a necessary it part hard of winning. It was hard. Win? <sighs> yeah. Let's be honest here. <laughs> Come on, it's just us. <laughs> it was hard in the sense that the mandem are watching. So the mandem were like, this guy's a snake, fam. 
And then there's the other side of me that's like, everybody understands that this is a game, right? This is a game. I'm here trying to win a game. It's right? just a game. This is Squid Games, man. You know what I mean? But when the man looked me in my face and said, oh, no. you're going to do this to me for a game? For oh, some money? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's greasy. Hold on. Nah, he's greasy for that. The man said for some money. That tried to guilt you. Oh. Yo, I was looked at him like, I scratched my head and I thought about it. I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why not? That's, what, that's why we're here. It's not personal. So wait, so wait. How business. long were you guys in the house? How long did the competition last? So 69 days in total till oh. I won. That's how long I was in there. That's how long it was? That's, I, that's not how long the whole production is. That's how long I was just in the house. At any point, wow. did it feel like you were in prison? I don't 69 days a long time. I'm sure it's comparable in some in some ways. Was there any days you were just like, I can't do this anymore? Yeah, there's days where I'm like, I just want to go home. I don't care what happens. And I thought we're almost there. <sighs> yeah. That's a long time. How long did it take? Like, what day was it? You're like, oh, fuck this place. Dog. About 50. 50. Just think about it. There's no, first of all, there's no gal in there. So you mm. already know, like, by day. So wait, can you guys beat in there? We could. Hey, nah, I like this show. <laughs> could, but then you're in a situation with somebody yep. that looks like ah, you have a girl. You don't, want, you don't. To me, you don't want to look like you have a yeah, girl. No. Yeah, right? Cause no. Right? Because that compromises your game. So yeah. it's like, and when you're not doing that, you're focused. It's Super true. focused. <laughs> it's like Ramadan. That bro. semen, <laughs> that semen retention focus different. Focus different. Locked in. I was locked in. Laser focused. Dog. Oh man, that's, that's serial killer. No woman. No dog. That's <laughs> <deadly>. <laughs> no girl, yo. Trust me. So, oh, man, were any were any of them like sweet? Were you like, God, the what? temptation? <laughs> so one was sweet, but it wasn't. She wasn't a like. We weren't vibing. Like oh. I wasn't. I didn't feel the vibe from her. Where I'm like, you're sweet, but I'm good. So that's True. kind of a blessing in disguise. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would hope for. Because if there were some baddies. Dog, I would hope to go oh. in there and everyone's beat. Everyone's super Imagine there was nobody. Imagine there was Long backs, <laughs> knock kneed. Like just the worst kind of human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope to be in there. Because, yeah, no, the temptation of doing that. And then now people think, oh, he has an anchor. He has somebody that's always in his corner. We got to get him. Yeah. Nah. Exactly. Like, they're, they're, you know, like, they were good looking people, but it wasn't like. You're sweet. I have to do this. This was mm, kind of like, yeah. let me focus on why we're here. And I knew like yeah. I was going in there to focus on 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 winning. And you're kind of creating a brand while on this show. Hundred percent. Like, but was that any point where you're like, let me set something up for like when we get out, like a catchphrase or anything? You're, no, because okay. I didn't go on thinking, let me use this to parlay this into something yeah. else. I went on just being like, let me just go for the experience. Mm -hmm. Right? I didn't think about anything beyond that. Like, had I known what I know now, I would have went in with T-shirts. Yeah. With a catchphrase, <laughs> I would did the most. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The you most. The merch ready. Was there <laughs> anything you learned about yourself after getting out of the show and seeing people's comments? Because a lot of times I notice with reality shows, it seems that a lot of people there are self un not self-aware. They'll say certain things, especially when it comes to the villains and stuff like that. They'll say certain things and do certain things and then be perplexed at why people are reacting a certain way. And you see in the comments of like, oh, this girl was never raised right or whatever the case may be. Was there anything in there that you came out, reflected on and was like, yo, I might actually need to change that about me or like... I'm, I don't like how people or maybe they edited you in a certain way where you're like, I, I don't like how they did that. No, I think the editors showed me 
as I am. Okay, good. And people said, like, when I came out, they're like, yo, you're actually really an authentic, genuine, loving human being. Dope. Right? Nice. The only backlash I got was they felt like, the guy I brought to the end was, was, a, was he was gay. Mm-hmm. And they felt like I, I finessed him into thinking that, you know, we could potentially have something in oh. order for me to get the end. And I'm like, that's not what I... That's not what I did. Are you sure? What kind of you dude? sit here with a mature salmon shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see, but he has a matching keychain. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> I mean, do you have? Would you? Would you do that to yeah. win a game? How much money? How much money you get? It was a hundred thousand. Hey, yeah. hey, that's before well, taxes. Let's just calm down. No, but taxes. isn't it true that for game shows they don't they don't deduct anything, right? No, no, there's no yeah. taxes. Oh, okay. Not, yeah, not in Canada. No. Oh, yeah, in the states true. though. States. Yeah, in the in states, states they take fifty. When we did Family Feud, it was like straight. Yeah, take the money. Plus, yeah. that's sick. That's, that's dope. Sick. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm I'm finessing stuff. I'm finessing. <laughs> Watch me dripping what? in finesse, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I would finesse. You couldn't tell me nothing after that. So, 100K? We're good. And you're getting mad at me for finessing? It, to me, it, I was just showing genuine love. Like, you're my guy. I got love for you. They're not used to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not used to seeing not, a straight yeah. black man just being cool, cool. and chilling. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. And I think for, for some people, it's very like, oh, you were trying to trick him. You're trying to finesse him. And I'm like, no, it wasn't that at all. Like, I genuinely have genuine love for people. Yeah, because they haven't that's seen examples like that out there. Yeah, you that's see? very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's almost the reverse of um, how homophobic people think, mm-hmm. where it's like they think everybody that's there that's gay and their gender is attracted to them yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> just automatically mm-hmm. and it's just like that's not how this works you know what i mean that's that is very interesting so you face was it backlash from like the gay community or was it just people in general just fans of the show i can't really pinpoint which community was, was yeah. saying it but it just sounded like people were saying like what they call gay baiting was like Gay baby, you were trying to trick him into thinking that, that you may be gay for for your own benefit in the game. And I was like, that's not. I mean, come not on, at all that's, what I was doing. Listen, and it was a small percentage. Some of these, some of these <laughs> lesbian friends of mine. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey, man! They be straight beating. <laughs> it's, it's very different, but it's it's, it's the same somehow. <laughs> Catfishing? What would you call that? Bati fishing. Bati fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Bati fishing. Bati fishing, sir. Bati fishing is crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> oh man. Um. Well, we don't want to keep you too long. I know you got to get to the watch party. You got Amazing Race. This guy is still a part of Amazing Race with his father, Cedric. We got to get Cedric on the show. You do. Got to get Cedric he on the show. We have to have his version of, the, of this argument. I, don't want, I just want to... Oh, there's so many things I want to ask him, man. There's, I know he's got stories for days on the road. Is he uh, a gallus too? That dirt bag like of father, a like father, like son. Who said I was a gallus? You're wearing a mature good, salmon man. shirt, sir. We're not doing this. You got two sleeves. <laughs> two sleeves that equals whores. That has ripped jeans. Yeah. Two yeah. sleeves <laughs> and ripped jeans. Two yeah, exposed knees. Nah. Two that's... exposed knees. Two <laughs> tattoo sleeves. He's beating pom pom out here. And you want to show? Where girl know you want money? Yeah. Right. Hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand. This guy's getting things from the prairie to the Yukon, brother. The DMs, yeah. the sliding. So Yo, funny. is there has there been any time like that you got out and it was just like people mobbing you way too much? I wouldn't say too much, but sometimes like yeah, people do 
do do a lot. Not necessarily in person, in person here and there, but it was in the DMs, like people popping out of nowhere asking for bread. Ooh, I'm your cousin. Comment, yeah. So what? You gotta, you gotta act Hollywood now. Have you gotten the cousin one? No, all the time. You got my WhatsApp messages. Is I got about four cousins in my in my other other DM. You know the the hidden part. I don't put it to primary. I leave it there. (laughs) I leave it there. Yeah, no. You stay there, cousin. (laughs) Like, what is this, bro? Yeah, no, that's wild. That's super wild. Yeah, people pull up asking for stuff, asking for bread. Them brizzing. You know what I'm saying? No Chest shame. High. No, no shame. It's only a hundred. Like it's not. No, it's brought not a million either. Yeah, no, 100K, shit. And back, it, maybe in the 90s, it was a lot of money. <laughs> now, 100K, In a shit. summer that could go. That's three that's, grocery trips. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's, a couple, trips. that's a couple nights at 44. <laughs> <laughs> go to Pope Bottles. <laughs> but anyways, yo, thank you so much oh, for coming course, through, bro. Man. We're not going to keep you too long, man. Uh, make sure you guys follow him. Where you Where they want... Uh, where can they follow you, sir? IG to Sean X Carter, TikTok mm. to Sean Carter, YouTube to Sean Carter. Follow dope, me. Dope. Oh wait, and congrats to your mom. I saw the the move. Oh, she moved to Belleville. Yeah, that that with the land. I see, I see the land. <laughs> nice, nice. Yo, that's what that's all that's, Jamaican that's black people want. Yeah. You know, just on the land. Mm-hmm. We just walk on the land. It's different though because you is. see us in the city, Toronto only. She's like, nah. I want to live off the land, smart and man. Have space and nice. be with nature. And I'm like, that's smart. different. Yep. Whoever's gonna survive in the next hundred years is gonna do that. Just 100%. that. Yo. Anyways, yo, thank you for coming through, man. And congrats on everything. Yep. Um, yep. Good luck on amazing race. We'll see that throughout the next couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, man, thank you for coming through. Yo, bro. thank you for having. Me. It was an honor. Like, yeah, man. Yo, no doubt. Honor. <laughs> hey, like, yo, this is crazy. Thank you, bro. Guys, Appreciate bro. you, man. Of course. Femio. Yes, sir. We are here. This <laughs> guy makes sure he wore his t shirt too, you know. <laughs> I would do opposite of what he did. If I was on that show, <laughs> this guy, this guy show, had tantalization right briefs. Boxy writers yeah. for the girls, for the guys who I, I would give them their I own. I really want to see you on that show, bro. <laughs> I really want to see you on that show. It would be hilarious, you know. You on. Big brother would be too much. Not like they had. They, they put, would kick you out right away. I, I no, would I would be afraid laughing. to go. I won't go to ham right away. I'll play. I'll play calm, but I know myself. Within the first two hours, after that third hour, I'll just come out. <laughs> it was like it was like even when when because I, I did Family Feud, and that experience was interesting because we were the first black family. Yeah, yeah. I was on it, so I remember they told me to introduce myself, and I was trying to be like you know all calm and stuff, but um. <laughs> I said lights, camera, action. <laughs> Are we really here? <laughs> and I was wishing, I was wishing Steve Harvey was the host. Oh, because I would have gone. Because Jerry D is probably like, hmm, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> can we punch in on Norm? Thank you. We can keep recording. It's it's fine. Um, but yeah, no, I I forgot you were on Family Feud. Yeah, I'm surrounded by Canadian TV legends. We got Tyshawn, Big Brother Canada season nine winner. Now he's on Amazing Race. We got Femi, Family Feud winner. Yeah, yeah. and now we've got Roast Battle Canada loser, hey. loser. <laughs> Norm, I lost twice oh. on television. Wait, what? What else did you lose on? Oh yeah, yeah. I Much literally sang a song. Canadian television hates Yo, Norm. I literally sang a song saying I'm not a loser. 
And I say that shit live on national television. And you lost? <laughs> <laughs> I lost, and I was like, but I'm not a loser. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh. finding it. And now I got to meme it. Try and find me <laughs> singing, gotta, I'm not a loser. Yeah, that's jokes. Oh, man. But yeah, no, I watched, I, I bought it on Apple TV. You guys could go on Apple TV if you guys want to watch Norm um, Roast Battle Canada episode yeah. against Crystal Ferrier. Ooh. Shout out to Crystal, Jeez. the winner. She she got hard. She, she got some bars, yo. Yeah, no. She and came she, out a little shaky at first, but then she she tightened up on you still. She tightened up nice. She trained. She trained very well. I you loved know? your end joke. I feel like you should have led with it. And then the rest of the jokes would have had a theme. Yes. And yeah. that's the other thing. I think you because you only stuck to the um the body shaming and she like switched it up in like Things she was making fun of you for, yes, it just yes. seemed like she had way more. So how does this show? How is this? Is it a roast? Literally battle a roast battle too. So like two comedians go mm-hmm. up there, they stand there, and unlike most Canadian TV shows, they let them say anything. Oh, like it's not a cancel thing, dog. Oh, that's Nick, amazing. Nick was like to the girl, um, she's has a father who's a British, an old British man who's her father. Um, he's not a pedophile though. He's, he's he calls it pedophile. <laughs> 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 and like it just like a, a lot of off the cuff jokes like that. Uh, a lot of the racist jokes, everything. Well, everything. Also just a roast. They just a roast, that man. Heavy roast. Fire. Bro. I am dying to go on there. I know you would go on. <laughs> because dying. because it's like that's how we grew up. Like, you know what I mean? Roasting, roasting each other. Niggas, yeah, and then man. now it's like, oh my gosh, you go a little too far there. Well, up there it's a little different. Like you just can't you can't go up to it like you you would be roasting the mandem like in a circle. Mm. It's gotta have like a little setup and punch. Okay, I got you. So like Norm will be like, um, uh, Crystal is uh, a lot like, what was it? Something about uh, a round table of food. She's well-rounded or something oh, like yeah. that. She's a, I see, I was saying she's a mother. She's a teacher. Yeah. She's a comedian. Like her physique, she's very well-rounded. <laughs> Little shit like that, right? And she was like, oh, um, you need to get rid of that chin strap. Or I could put this pussy hair on your face, and that would be the closest thing you'll ever get to my pussy on your face or some shit. She was coming at you. Oh, Oh, no. She she went hard because she told me from jump, she's like, you know what? I'm going for the juggler. I'm like, I know you are. And I want to do that too, but you know, I have to keep it. Norm's just a nice guy. I got to keep it nice. I went off, but I went. What's the prize money looking like? There's no prize money. It's just all fun and games. That's why. Norm is afraid of exposing his dark mind. Because Norm Norm rules. Norm's got a dark mind. He's just afraid to expose it for some reason. No, I don't know. We're not going to judge you. I I wrote some shit, and they told me not to say it. So I'm like, okay, I can't do those. Damn, jokes. it was too dark. Oh. <laughs> you know, it was and they were talking pedophile jokes. That's crazy. <laughs> the fuck just, did you have lined up? Drank Hennessy I, I was throwing straight bullets, shooting straight. You know, like. So tell us some I, of the I, stuff you brought. I brought say. in her husband into the mix. And nice, like, nice. He's a great guy. By He's the a great, way. You know, awesome, great awesome guy. guy, awesome gentleman. Um, no, but I was just because he. Well, see, I'm not trying to like. It was too detailed, and I was like, maybe that's like too much information to give. To the world about their life, oh, you know what I mean. Was it and I, I'm, I'm even about to say now. I'm like, but people don't need to know that about him. And was yeah, it tr- no. oh, was it true detail? It's a it's it's a true detail, but it's like I would have to know her to use it, 
and I didn't want to be the guy that's like I took something super personal, yeah, and spread it out to for no reason to no. everybody it's on not even like your and CG, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that one. I would have done it so, even though like I it's, to be so. honest, it's not that bad because I would have known that you would have you would have had to now like you're shocked. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know now where are you gonna go? Yeah, you're gonna go. Are you gonna go? Like, that retort? conversation we had on the other day. <laughs> you know? I want you to get pissed, so yeah, I win. Exactly. That's how most battles win. Whoever exactly. gets mad okay, first okay, loses. So, fuck it. Okay, so her husband. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> he. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all now. Yeah, yeah. just do it. This is why I love fandom. <laughs> Bring it out. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that bad to be honest with you. So he he used to work. Well, he works in Alberta, like I guess two weeks out of the month. So he'll leave for two weeks, come home for two weeks, and I guess Crystal has you know her side baking business. So the joke was along the lines of like two two months or two weeks out of the month, Crystal's husband leaves to work. Uh, out of town um, while Crystal stays home and does her multiple jobs and ba- even bakes on the side. The irony of this all is that he also works, uh, has some things in the oven on the side. side. Yeah. Baking it. Yeah. Some, he some also of, got a bun in the oven on the side. Yeah. <laughs> there, 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 there was something that, and it was, I had another la- little later to it, but I was like, I get why you didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, they, there's no point of, like, doing that. It, yeah. they, there was a burn in there, but I'm like, it wasn't enough. It's the, it, the thing is about it, it's too hyper-specific to them where would the audience wouldn't be, would not be like, yeah, okay. But don't you They feel would like, need to know him. Don't you feel like that kind of, like, takes away from, like, comedy these days? Like, in the sense of, like, even sometimes when I'm talking to mine, I'm like, yo, we should go in on about this, but it's like now everyone is like super conscious about it. And then I tell Femi, no, we can't do that anymore, Femi. I'm like, why not? I'm like a satire, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, if they bring me on the show and they're like, Femi, why do you speak about that? I'll say, you know what, it's satire. These are just things that we make fun of to really hide the trauma that we actually went through growing up as a black man in Toronto. <laughs> Not going to throw in the black man yeah, we in it. Toronto. We throw it in there. But I feel like it, it just kind of, I don't know. It, it, it's a, <laughs> I get it, but I don't get it. Because it's like, I'm going there for the purpose of laughing and laughing. Yeah. Right? So if you're taking it personal, like for example, when he was using the example of how people were saying he was gay baiting, it's like, why are you thinking in such a negative way? You know what I mean? Yeah. This is supposed to be fun and games. Like, yeah. You know, so I feel like bad-minded people are controlling society. People don't like giving people the benefit of the doubt. They like exactly. thinking the worst of them mm-hmm. because the worst of them, and it's never anybody who actually like really like thinks highly of themselves mm-hmm. either. It's yeah. like always somebody has low self-esteem that's going at somebody or even just in a depressed state or whatever the case may be. Going at someone because they want to bring them down to where they are. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because they're like, there's no way this person's that good of a person. No way. Well, whether, I mean, imagine it was like gay, straight, I would have done it to both. Like, it's not gay baiting, it's just doing anything to win the game. Mm -hmm. Right? If it was was a girl that was straight and I was trying to like, you know, make her fall for me so I can get a leg up on this game. They would so said you were leading her on, but it wouldn't have been as bad to them. Right? What if it was a girl doing Why that to I him? Why can't I lead on niggas? Right? What, what, what if a woman okay. did it to a man? <laughs> Why can't I lead on niggas? That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Equality! <Lead on. laughs> no, but why does it turn into a hate crime? 
Like that turns to me. That sounds like hate crime category, mm-hmm. where it's like I'm. It, it's a there's a term now, gay baiting. Like mm-hmm. that sounds dangerous, and it's not dangerous at all. It's just huh. not nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why does it deserve a term? Like, <laughs> is it nigger baiting? Body fishing. Okay, it's body fishing. Body fishing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gay baiting, you know guys. We have Come the on. episode title. You know. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You have the episode <laughs> title. I like always yours. Right there. Yeah, the, the Chingy had a very promising career. Like, it was. it had a Nelly trajectory to it. Yeah, and BT Uncut when that video came out. And he was St. Louis too, right? Saint, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why I put that together. I was like, the accent sounded similar. So I was like, right. sounds Learn. very uh Didn't Chingy get into like, uh, not crypto, but um, like. Uh, you think about Chameleon Air. Oh, Chameleon Air. The Niger boy. Chameleon Air. He's, uh, he's Nigerian? Yeah. The Niger boys, they're always very, wow. very free. Yeah, no, he's. Free another half Nigerian. Free from 106 in uh, Park. That body was very very jollof. Very, very, very jollof. Very tantalizing. Wow. She still look good to the day. Yo, she followed me to on Twitter. To the day. She, she did? She follows me on Twitter. I was, wow. I was beside myself. You know who looks good? She followed you know me the I same went to month go- as Christina Milian. Almost jerked off oh on my, my Twitter. Oh my gosh. Do you, know, do, you know, <laughs> do you know who I went to go eat jollof rice with on? Oh, that's, uh, that's not, come on, man. <laughs> Why we gotta do this? <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Now, just, uh, so, I was in LA recently <sighs> and, uh, my good friend Katie oh, Albert. <laughs> <laughs> My good friend Katie Albert. <laughs> the original guy. Fanta girl. This Wanda guy Fanta. is eating jollof. Dog, I go on my Insta story. This guy's yamming jollof rice with a girl I had hanging in my locker. <laughs> Do you understand? Katie Albert is like top five video girl from back in the day. Like yeah. we're talking Melissa Ford, who I'm trying to get on this show to be honest. We need Melissa Ford on here. We got to talk easy. about the things. She's Toronto legend, yeah. Toronto royalty. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no. When you talk about the top of the top, there's Vita Guerrera. Yeah. There's um, the girl from uh, the front end video. I can't remember. Tanisha uh, Clark. I can't remember what her name is. But the dark skin girl that's in that video. Mm-hmm. Mwah, beautiful. And Katie Aubert. She was in the fabulous video. Mm-hmm. She was in Soul Plane. She was in Soul Plane. Friday. Oh my God, dog! Fire. She, was, she didn't even eat jollof rice. Does she, she still ate, look the same? 
Uh, you know what she she does? She looks good. She looks good. She takes care of herself. That's she moved good. to France and learned French. Oh wow! She's like Hollywood's not what it is anymore. And she was like giving me like the lowdown of like Hollywood and how everything is. But um, yeah, she was eating the goosey soup and and pounded <laughs> yam. I said, how you know about this? I said, which Nigerians have you been around? There's <laughs> some Niger peen out there. That's what she get in France. Forget um, but you're a Hollywood man now too. Easier Hollywood men. I mean, I did one, other one too. You know, since this guy, yeah, since the last time you've been on here, I think you did Rich Africans and yeah, and that was an experience, yo. And just the way even happened because you know how it is, Marlon. Like we get hit up by a bunch of people, be like, oh, we got this dope opportunity. (sighs) And I remember back in the day how excited we used to be, like, oh man, we'll go to all these meetings and stuff, and then. Nothing falls through. Nothing. Yeah. So like the way it even happened with uh, in this situation, I was it was an Instagram. He's like, oh, you know, check check your email. It's like, oh, we want you to star in this series with Michael Blackson. I'm like, I don't believe anything, you know. Yeah. And I they said, just saw you off Instagram. Yeah. So I'll tell you how the guy saw me. He's like, um, he's like, I used to watch your YouTube videos, and he's like, one thing I loved about you is that you made a call to be African, and I always told myself if I shoot something, I'm going to use you. I'm like, oh, that's dope. So I got on. So I got on the phone with the guy. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, I'm meeting Blackson in LA tomorrow. I'm like, well, I'm in it. Shouldn't I be in that meeting? He's like, oh, what's your passport? So I give him my passport, and he booked a first-class flight. And the hotel was booked five stars. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, is this real? So I'm on the plane. What I'm Nigerian I'm wearing a Hennessy XO. <laughs> champagne. <laughs> Yo, don't let Femi Yo. have a tab. Don't let me have don't a tab. Don't let Femi no. have a tab That's for so anything. Good. No, but it, it doesn't even end. So we get there. And you know how they have the signs? And it's like they're holding up the signs. Like, oh, Mr. scene. <laughs> <laughs> I said God is good. That feels so fucking fine. No, it was deserved. I said, wow, this is this is the life I need to live. <laughs> so then after Mr. that, you know, Voss, I get to the hotel and they're like, yeah, arrival. so you could uh, get anything you want. Everything's on the card. Uh, here's your key. You're good to go. Jesus. So around 10 o'clock, the director calls me and he's like, um, Femi, I don't know if you want to go out with us. You know, we're going clubbing. If you want to come. So, well, I'm not really doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> so... So we go. I think I can pencil you in. I think I could. That's so we go to hilarious. we go to one oak LA and like this director guy. He just he's Liberian, so he just lost spending money. He gets like we get to the front. The person like I'm sorry, there's no boots left. And then this other guy comes running out of nowhere. He's like I'm so sorry, Ivor. Uh, you know, Ivor's like what the hell? He pulls out his black card. You know those people with money they want to show themselves, right? Jeez. So we get there. It's a ten thousand dollar booth. But one thing about it is that they're all shy. So I'm like, yo, we have all these bottles and things. So. <laughs> I was the only one drinking Hennessy at the time. Mm. So once I took a couple sips, I said, I'm going to bring the party here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I brought, I went in the crowd. I was bringing all the things from Dog. all around. It was a party. That's my move, though. Bro. That's been my move for years. And I know that's your move, too. Yeah, I yeah, seen you course. move that same way. Yeah. Like, do you do this when, like, certain people come to town? Like, do you give them girls? Or, like... At least hook them up with cool girls to chill with that you know yeah. will be a vibe for them. I mean, I know the guys that do that, so I just watch them do that. It's I'm, not, I'm not personally the guy that will go out there and like call my homegirls to hang out. No, We've made some lifelong friends yeah. off of just doing that. And, hey, do, do you guys know each other? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, he's, he's the old, yeah. I've met, yeah, especially if I'm in the club, like especially during my single days, Wow. <laughs> Wow! If I one of my bedrooms see me in the club and he's like from out of town, especially Caravan a weekend, that always happens. Caravan a weekend. Yo, here's yo. You met this girl. This girl. Y'all, y'all get acquainted. You know the girls get an accent, and it's like it's better than weed. 
Yeah. Like, weed will get you those kind of connections as well. Like, mm-hmm. I love sparking people up and being like, yo, you smoke? Yeah, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Especially if we're in the club and they think we can't smoke in there. Yeah, and then they see you <laughs> put it on. And you see like, me start smoking in the corner. Whoa. And I love main, um, establishing connections that way with yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Because they know I'm not, like, I'm not just here to do the business. Like, mm-hmm. I could be fun, too. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because at the end of the day, I don't, me personally, I don't want to work with people who are boring. No. Or people no. who are just bland. You know what I mean? Like, we got to have a, the same vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes you have to go into an environment and create and make it your own so that you don't have to adjust to that boring environment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Sure. And I find that we do that a lot. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, people don't realize everything is based off of energy. And I use the word energy because it's, it's not on some, you know, hipster thing. It's like, literally, all of our parents from when we were young said it. Like, for me... I don't like this person's spirit. Like, you know, yep, I'm like, yep. what does spirit? I said, man, you don't even know the person. And then I never you realize, knew what that meant until I was older. Yeah. Really. And then you realize years later, like, oh man, this guy's really a snake. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder what they saw that we didn't. And then you start to use, utilize that upbringing when we're traveling the world and we start to see That spirit people. shit's cap though. Hmm? That spirit shit's cap. What do you mean it's cap? You it's mean, cap. You know, it's really not. It's <laughs> cap. It's the same thing as a woman's intuition. Why do you say this? Well, <laughs> it's literally it just it. experiences you've had. They're, they're adults. They've experienced fake friends. They've mm-hmm. experienced people who will snake them in the future. They know what to look out for in those situations. So it's very easy to be like that person. But for West Indians and, and Africans, clearly, it's more so they, it, it's a spirit thing. But it's true, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, have you never been in a room where there's somebody in that room and for some reason you just, like, are like, yo, something's off of that, about that person. But now, yeah. now, I now when you. I was a kid, true. I true, couldn't true. do that when I was a kid. Everybody's my friend when I'm a kid. That's true. That's true. Everybody's my friend. <laughs> Maybe I'm the kid something that wrong goes with me, to the, <laughs> I'm the kid that went to the, the park and I'm making friends with random strangers yeah. in, like, five seconds yeah. flat. I'm like, yo, you want to play tag? I look for the one kid I see running enough, and I'm like, he has energy. Yeah, you want to play yeah, tag? Yeah, yeah. Friends, right mm-hmm. there. Boom. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll die mm-hmm. for this kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like from that point on, you weren't like that when you were a kid. No, I was only looking at the. For some reason, I was like, I would always worry about the kids that were being ignored. Like, oh yeah, nerd, that too. Yeah, you know? that too. How's that guy? Like, but that was everybody... after I got my friends. That wasn't like it was my first instinct. Yeah, no, I was. I I found myself always hanging out with like. Somebody that was by themselves. Mm. Uh. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, man, you look like you need a friend today. I'll hang out with you." But then I can go run run over to any group I wanted at any point in time. But I'm like, "But we're hanging out today. Maybe this will be the first and last time." But that's it. I did that. I did that a lot in uni. Yeah, I looked for that because I didn't want people like me because I knew that they weren't gonna pass their classes. <laughs> just gonna people like me nights, will fail. Will fail. <laughs> so I was looking for that kid that was sitting very studious. <laughs> Bro, when exam times came, oh, Femi, well, you know, I can give you my whole book of notes. I, I wrote everything yep, down. Yep. What? I was passing with flying colors. <laughs> yep, I yep. said, my cool, you this guy. Thank you. My <laughs> thing was like, especially in my school, there was this one uh, black Jewish kid. It was the first black Jewish kid I've ever met. This mm-hmm. was before Drake. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like grade Half black, eight, half Jewish or full nine. black? Full black, but Jewish. Full uh, black, but he's Jewish descent. No, yeah, Ju- Jewish. Religion. Jewish religion, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> descent. Uh, Jewish religion. Um, but yeah, so he was like, and he was a bit of a, I guess, quote unquote nerd. Like he was just about his his education. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and because he was so about his education, always the kids who were super focused 
didn't develop a lot of social skills. That's now. True. I'm realizing back in the day, I used to think they were just weird. Yeah. But I'm now that I'm older, I'm like, they were so focused on school that they didn't develop those outside skills because they were doing the work. They blacked out the distractions. They blocked them out. And not only that, Canada's education system has to be blamed for that as well because the amount of work that they give us mm-hmm. didn't even allow those kids to actually go out and be kids. It's true. And it, the fact that you have essays and ISPs and all these things, some of these are all-nighters, like... Man, there's wait staying up until five, six. You see the sun come out, and you like, have school in like two hours. Why are you giving me a thirty-page paper? Like, and I have to do it for five courses, or I can't hand it in. Like, I can't even hand it in late. Those ones were crazy yeah. to me. And then on top of that, they they have the website that you have to submit. So sometimes, like you know, you're referencing referencing certain things, and they're like, "Oh, well, we see some plagiarism here." Now you lose the whole mark for all your papers. That and is, then if you don't keep a certain average, they kick you that out. That stuff is dumb as fuck, too. Plagiarism? Let, let's really break down plagiarism. Because it, it, you it, want me to go research something mm-hmm. and not use the real right words that are being presented to me as the information? Yeah. You use too much of their idea instead of using your idea, but your idea is not good enough because you didn't cite an idea that has been scholarly sourced. But watch this. Your idea is not good. <laughs> they want you to use your idea... Even though you're researching because you have no idea. Because the idea you have has to be backed up by an idea that has been scholarly researched and scholarly. Oh, but it got to be your words. Your words. Oh, too much of the other words. Too much of the scholarly words, the ones we asked you to look oh, up. Oh, you didn't use APA formatting. Oh, my. Suck my dick with this. I hate it. Yo, I hate it. I, I went to it. uni, and I was like, what is this life? Bibliography. Oh, uh, <laughs> MLA format. Like, like, where did you get this? After the YouTube video. That is... Huh? That's incorrect. Oh, yeah. I'm having a headache just talking about school right Bro, now. Bro, I went to like, school. You know, I'm Nigerian. I went to school. I have a master's degree. You know how many years of school that was? While everything was going on, we shot shit to run people say at Ryerson. Yep. <laughs> that stuff was wild. That shit how, was. how many years of school did it take for you to get this master's? So it was supposed to be done in three. I ended up doing it in eight. Because that was the time. Because I was doing Rich Africans. I was... Okay, here. Okay, okay. There was a lot of things happening in between But one thing I told myself was I can't just be This school person We're meant to be more than that I think one thing school helped me with though Was organization mm-hmm. In the sense of like managing time Because we knew that You know you had to do A, B, and C By this date mm-hmm. And if you're not organized I think you need I think school is the best thing for that Because now you're paying money So like am I going to let these dollars go out the drain Because I'm not organized And because I can't hand these things in so then you started to apply it to your life. Mm-hmm. And I find like, you know, with a lot of my friends who didn't go to school, some of them are mad organized. Like, I don't think you need, you don't need school necessarily, but if you are disorganized and you need structure, mm-hmm. I think it's the best thing because you're putting your money where your mouth is, you know? It's scary when you get out of school though. It is. If you, if you rely on that structure, because yeah. now you're just like, what do I do? Exactly. So what you have to know, so open? you have to know how to balance because nobody's using their degrees for Who's, what they're working Who can? On. For what? <laughs> have, have a degree. The game is rigged. It is. <laughs> you can't get a job without a degree, and even when you got one, you still need experience. Well, that's why I got the degree, my nigga. And you still need, and you need <laughs> to know somebody. So that's social skills. It's not. It's who you know. You don't need a degree. You just need to know someone. That's it. Yep. That's social all it skills. is. You just need to know someone. And like at this point in the game, you should be able to just email someone whatever you're trying to prove you can do. Mm-hmm. That should be the brunt of my interview process, my resume. Fuck my resume. Fuck where I worked. Who cares if I worked at Foot Locker? 
can I do the job? Yes. That's it. Or no. Like that other stuff is so irrelevant to me. And it's just true. It's just all a game, bro. It is. It's you, all a game. You really if you really want a job at somewhere, you tell somebody, I'll work for you for a few days, and if I can do the job, keep me on. You don't, don't worry about all this interview shit if my qualifications work. I will work for three days for free and I'll show you. It's all bullshit. Boom. Bro. It's all bullshit. In the ideal world, that would be a very, very good way. And I think everybody will be much happier in their jobs too. They need uh, barriers, bro. It's just like buying a house. They need that barrier. You need somebody there to... Let me get a look at this guy. <laughs> just I, I know so many people who have applied to jobs and like some of them are not like like... We were talking about earlier, a little socially inept. They're mm-hmm. not like the best social skills or people, people, you know what I mean? Like they kind of stick to themselves mm-hmm. and are penalized for that. Now trying to look for a job because they're introverts. You're not going to be the person going to the bar every day after work with yeah, the gang. Exactly. So this, you're probably not the right fit. I don't know if you're the right fit. I don't know if you're the right fit. He doesn't really come out with us. Like when I was, when I worked the Pan Am games, that was a very interesting experience because I got that off of, Doing 106 in New York. So Andrea um, Zamet, shout out to her. Shout out she's to the like, examinator. She's like, Femi, I'm working this spot. And the first thing I saw was the slide that went from like the fifth floor all the way down. I said, I got to work in this place. Mm. And he was like, all right, yo, let me see. Because I had it in my resume. I didn't get no interview. And she's like, yo, I'm going to go to the senior VP. I'm going to tell her to give her your interview. Boom, I got the interview. So then I'm talking to the lady. And you know the interview goes well when it's not an interview and it's a conversation. Mm, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> she's like, Femi, I don't know what you said in there, but she loves you. And I was a manager, bro. I got to yeah, hire like 30 that. people. Are you guys mad? <laughs> so what I did is when everybody came in for their interview, because I know how it is, you know? I didn't act like I was a manager. I acted like I was just one amongst everyone. Yeah. So I knew the racist one. I knew the leader. I knew the cool people. You know what I mean? So when they brought me out, everyone was like, like, you know, they kind of fix up kind of thing, you know. But it was interesting because, like, I think one thing when you're working the corporate jobs, people lose themselves. I was talking like a, I was talking like Femi. I yeah. was like, hey, guys, you know, how's, I was myself. Sometimes I'll slip. I'm like, you know what I mean? It got to the point where even in, like, the staff meetings, they'll say, you know what I mean? And then they'll look at me, you know. <laughs> but it was, it was a very interesting time because it got, I really got to see the dynamics of how that corporate environment is. In fact, I hate it. there were staff parties. And um, there was this one, he was, he was this uh, guy named Alex. He was uh, this gay guy. You know, the gay guy always has to stand out. And he was like, do you guys smoke weed? And he's like, I don't smoke all the hood stuff because he was from Rexdale too. So that's how we kind of related, you know? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this is dispensary stuff. I'm like, dispensary? What's that? This was way back in the day, you know? Yeah. I said, what you guys having the links <laughs> from time? But it was, it was interesting, like, just seeing the dynamic of how that is, but... It, I don't know corporate I hate industries. It, it can it I, drains people. I man. hate that whole just just the whole system. Mm. Like when I heard people get to work from home, I I was so happy for people. People are very. Happy. <laughs> I was so happy for yeah. people because I'm like, you guys will now see the light. Mm-hmm. This is the one thing that can get you out of the rat race. Yeah. See what it's like to wake up middle middle of winter and you don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> see what that's like just mm-hmm. for a year. Mm-hmm. And people saw it and were like, I'm not going back. Not Are going you back. fucking sick? Yeah. On that subway that closes every time a snowflake drops? You guys want me standing outside at minus 30 waiting for shuttle buses? Right. And then the bus closes as soon as you run. And you're watching it online. People just yo, if you're trying to go down DVP, you just don't even bother. Like, yeah. It's like, what? And now you get to be home, bro. I hate 
the work environment. Like if I can work somewhere and just work from home, I, 10 times better for me. Mm -hmm. Because just the work environment, it feels like another job on top of your job. Mm. It's like you're another universe you almost go to outside of your actual life. Yeah. Like I remember when I used to leave work, especially like retail jobs, and if it was still sunny outside, the feeling that would come over me. You're happy. Oh <laughs> it's like I walked out of hell. Yeah. Like it's it's indescribable the feeling, mm -hmm. and to know that you when you walk back that smell of work you know when you get used to the work smell yeah yeah and yeah, you just yeah. smell the place and you go yeah. <laughs> like, and and you know the worst thing is when it's like they have that meeting with you and they're like yeah you know you've been working here for you know five years you know you've you've done great you know thanks a lot for bringing all these great ideas and things but uh we're gonna have to let you go and I'm like what so I've done all of this for you <laughs> for nothing for nothing hey <laughs> Yo, when I got laid, Ryerson, I remember because I, I went to school then. When I got laid off, yo, that crushed me, fam. Mm -mm. Like, I wanted to cry, bro. Because, <laughs> yo, I had a corner office. Oh, God. I had a card oh, with gosh. Ryerson and my name underneath. Picture. Like, wow. Yeah, like, wow. you know, I bring the man them to, yo, come by the office, you know. <laughs> I'm gone. This guy thought he was Principal Belding, dog. But then from that day, <laughs> from that day, you know, it's funny because I remember the day I got fired from Ryerson, I went home. And I, like, I pulled up, like, five of my YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote, like, five sentences about myself. And I just sent it to a bunch of different festivals. Mm -hmm. And that was the time that I got to the Virgin Islands. Because someone was like, oh, my gosh. And then I'm like, yo, what am I doing? Yeah. We can make money off of <laughs> us. Yeah, like, you facts. know. And you made, you think about how much money you make off of, like, just your talent. Mm -hmm. And how many hours it would have taken. It's almost sickening. You. Like when you think when you think about it, you're like, "This is a cheat code." Yo, this if is more people do. They they would not be doing that other shit. All. all it takes is one. I I don't miss any part of it. And the thing is, the thing about like those workplaces is it's like, it's like you're the only person that's not a even if it's not morning. I'm just talking about any time of the day you go to work. It's like you're the only person at work that's not a morning person, mm. and everyone else is. Everybody. That's what work feels like to me. <laughs> it feels like everyone's just on a level that you're just like, why are you guys okay with being here? This should you shouldn't care that much. You ever seen a bus driver like yell at people about let me see your transfer again? Like it's not. That it's like serious. fam, what are we doing here? But there's been a, there's been an influx of like mandem that work on the buses, and I love oh, it. I love it because yeah, there's so much. You know Whatever, man. Yeah, 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 I yeah. love that. Pair of niggas are just like, yeah, I've yeah. seen that influx. <laughs> I seen some mandem. I said, yo, yo, family, you're on this. Yo, anytime I'm here, you're good. Those or the ones that just don't even look. Yeah. They just, they're so fed up. They're just looking out the phone. <laughs> you could drop a penny. You could drop a penny and then they're, they're like, do you want to transfer? <laughs> they just start driving immediately. Oh, yeah, no. I, I know some asshole bus drivers are assholes when like, you'll see somebody get on the bus and they're being dicks about it. And then when they're about to go sit down, they're like press on the gas and like you'll see yep. the person like fall and lose. Yep, yep. Like yo, I, I always catch those ones, man. I'm like, let I me see what so kind of asshole bus driver this guy is. I love it. Yo, I love so it. Weird. I'm like, that's their little thing for the day, man. Yeah, they got to deal with so much bullshit. Themselves somehow. They got to deal with so much bullshit. I'd be doing that to old people. I'd be doing crazy <laughs> shit. I'd be doing crazy <laughs> shit, especially the driving. Like, think about it. How long has the driving off while someone's running to the bus been a running joke? Nope. No <laughs> pun life. intended. For life. <laughs> you think some of them aren't just doing it now? 
On purpose? They definitely are. 100% they're doing it because they're like, first and foremost, not my problem. Facts. And also just knowing. <laughs> just knowing that that, that person's person hands go up. <laughs> <laughs> And the door is just closing. <laughs> Yo, that'd be my little piece of joy for the day, honestly. Just see you go. <laughs> Are you driving? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <I'll laughs> but you know, there's been so many times I was that person like, fuck, oh, my yeah, life is yeah. ruined. Yeah. There are times. I'm late now. There are times. Yo, there's you some times just that waited. I ran after the bus. And luckily, there's some cars that stop the bus, and I'm knocking on the door like, oh, yeah, God. yeah. And then I call them like, you didn't see me. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see when you. When you there, catch them slipping, when you catch <laughs> them slipping, the ones that are too scared will actually just not even open. Yeah, they'll just look. Yeah. look they'll kind of look and just look straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, word, word. I bet there were certain routes they will not open that door. Not anymore. at all. Twenty nine. That Jade trip. That twenty nine. That thirty six. Oh, that thirty six has a lot of funny stories. That one hundred eight bus too. Oh my god, oh my. I've heard some shit on that one hundred eight. That one hundred eight bus was. I had I've a couple heard the greasiest arguments ever. Yeah, you know that. You know that route very well. <laughs> yeah, I've heard the greasiest arguments on those buses, yeah. bro. You hear some conversations that are certain <laughs> baby father conversations. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, um, I know too much information. One conversation I heard this week was uh, somebody said, yo, what would you choose? Fight a lion once a year. Okay? Once a year, you got to get out. When you leave your house, you got to fight a lion. All right? Or fight a chicken every day. Definitely. I will fight a chicken every chicken day. Chicken every day. Because once you fight the lion, you're dead. Yeah. Exactly. That's a stupid idiot. <laughs> once you fight the chicken, you got food for later. Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trick question. Yeah. In Nigeria, I know my around. uncles that be fighting chickens every day. Yeah. Yeah. He does it. I would so fight the chicken just out of pure, pure entertainment. <laughs> like a chicken just fighting you, like just every day you, you leave. See, your you can rip. You see the clip of the guy who who, who boxed the the rooster. Yes, he's trying to put him in jail. Dog, I seen a video he's like, today. Chickens die every day. A man boxed a donkey. The donkey grabbed him by the legs and just started swinging him around. Dog, what? Really? I was dying. Animals are fighting back. Yeah. I don't know if you guys realize this, but the world is definitely ending. Zoos. Animals are, are fighting back. I've been seeing a lot of videos. monkeys are fucking up people. <laughs> They're fed up. <laughs> I see that one that he grabbed the girl's hair. Just dog, the elephant it. spun the block. Yo, this is all. This is why they shouldn't have shot Harambe, dog. This is all. They're spinning the block now. They're spinning the block for Harambe. <laughs> I never knew that this could. What? There was like a four-year operation. How long ago they shot Harambe? It's been a while, man. It's been a good one. And that other monkey with the bulletproof vest. You ever seen that oh, picture? Yeah, I've seen it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know? He looked like he died in the Gaza. Yo, like. the man died on the Baco field, dog. <laughs> yeah, Holy. but the fact that he had a custom-made vest <laughs> Yo. for the monkey. That's He'll never crazy. have anything on the drip of Ikea monkey, though. Let's be very real. Ikea monkey? Yo. That Different. nigga was dripped up and dripped out. He had the Frank Lucas fur. Different. Yo, American I, gangster. I knew the guy that sold the monkey. Yeah. To that person. Of course he did. Yo, he sold tiger. <laughs> Bro, this guy called me one day. He's like, yo, you, you know anyone that needs a Siberian tiger? Oh I was like, God. what? I'm like, what? Sound like some some. You should have been like me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had he had like. Needed for a podcast. <laughs> he had Japanese monkeys. He had Siberian tigers. Let's bring him tigers. in. Can he, can he bring any animals in? 
No. We could he, do it like the late night shows where they Steve Irwin. Steve, he could be our Steve, Steve Irwin. Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I never trust that. This guy man. has so many reptiles. So like, when the, the animals are on the show. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah yo, they're yo, fun. I, I love when the animals strike. Yeah, yeah sure. Fuck I'm like, oh, shoot. That never happens. That, that never happens. happens. <laughs> <laughs> the like, ah, my hand is breaking. <laughs> so that never happens. <laughs> he never does this. He's never like this. Like I don't seen, know. Like in Dubai, you know, they all these guys have their like lions and stuff. I see this guy jumping up a tree and the lions playing and ripping him down. I'm like, yo, he could actually like bite off his head. Like yeah. for real. Oh yeah. yeah. It's wild. Uh, what's it? Sigmund. Sigmund and, and Freud Freed 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 Sigmund and Sigmund, Freud. Sigmund Freud? Are you talking about this? Sigmund and Freud, is that what his name was? Siegfried, Siegfried and Roy, yeah, that's like, the name. Are we, are we, I knew I was theory? like conflating the Sigmund names Freud or something. Yeah. Um, didn't he get bit? Yeah. Roy got bit, no? Get bite up. Got bite up. Got bite up a couple years ago. Anybody that got tickets to that show basically won the lottery. They've been on that Vegas strip doing that shit for like over a decade. Yeah. And you got the 190 act, the tiger actually struck back. That's why everyone's there. Yeah, exactly. They want to see. <laughs> they want to see the tiger freak out. Yeah. They want to be there that night. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> that is sick, but it's the truth. Yeah, it's everybody true. wants to be there that night, yeah. and they actually fucking did it, man. Like that. To be and that's the end of the show. It's that's done. the finale. It's done. It's You're never done. even gonna see the show. Again. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's yo. the show, folks. Oh man. Um, Animals. How was Montreal, yo? Yo, Montreal's a magical city, bro. This guy was gone for what almost a month. Did you go to Lambankis? I did not. That's the oh. best Putin. Is that poutine spot? Oh man, y'all niggas in your. I don't have like poutine, fifty bro. versions of poutine in that spot. Fuck poutine, bro. What's wrong with this guy? You Fuck have poutine, it with the dog. real with the real curds, cheese curds. I, I can't even that, eat the curds. So I get turned off from anything that's like a stereotype. I get what? turned off from anything that's a stereotype. What's a stereotype? About? So like stereotype of Canadians, like that's all people know for us in terms of food is poutine and maple syrup. That's it, and yeah. some people Canadian bacon. So. <laughs> Trash. It's haram. Is that even it's bacon? Haram. Shit's no. ass. We don't eat that. It's haram. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no. I don't know why. I just get turned off from it. Like I actually like poutine. Like I like it, but I just can't eat it now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I live in an igloo, like they say I'm I do. Like, yo, is it, is it like do you feel that way with jerk chicken and Jamaicans? Right. No, because right. I an oxtail Marlin? Yeah. An oxtail Marlin. Jerk chicken with Jamaicans is not a stereotype. It is, it's very I much think, so. I think patties you'd have a better argument. And Ox. I barely eat patties. I would say jerk chicken. That's <laughs> like over. I think I think more people in the world know Jamaicans for patties and smoking weed than jerk chicken. I think oxtail is has made a very oxtail ha- is making a comeback, yeah. which is unfortunate. I know it pisses me off when I go to the states and they spell oxtail with, with an, an S. S. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Maybe she's just a clown. Oxtails. Like I, I actually go to them. I said, why did you guys put an S on this? I don't trust it. I'm not yeah, eating. No. no, you can't. You gotta get a refund Because there's only one tail per ox Exactly So there's no need for this. Listen, to be this is all podcast P's people's fault That was a hard sentence to get off That was podcast a tongue Podcast P's people's fault Podcast ah. P's people's fault Yeah, it's, it's your people Patrick, I'm sorry White people learned about ox tail And now you, you gentrified it The cost is going up People can't even live on the block anymore, man. Gentrify the tail. They're going to have fucking Starbucks oxtail macchiato soon. I'm, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. They even started jello rice mix. What? Yes. Just, just add it to rice. Oh, that's gross. It's disgusting. 
That's like, gross. My ancestors are shivering in their graves. That is that's insult worse than, upon injury. That's worse than than breaking pasta. <laughs> I've never heard of that. You ever broken pasta in front of an Italian person? It's like breaking their heart. Yeah, you just, don't do it. You like, go like don't this, literally. You watch their heart break. One of their grandmother's vertebrae <laughs> you will just crack snap. in that moment when you do that. Mm-mm. And I'd be breaking up my angel hair pasta all the time. I'm like, get us a fit in the pot. Let's bow. Let's be fighting. I ain't got time for this shit to melt. I'm hungry. Um, how does it feel um, as a Niger boy seeing that? Uh, Afrobeats is the new dancehall. How does it feel for all, you? First of all, I like how he said the new dancehall. But let me tell you this. You know what I mean growing by Growing up, growing up, as like the token African guy, like I grew up in the West Indies. the Seas. All my brothers are Jamaican. Like, yeah. It got to the point where I'm going to Nigeria and they're like, are you sure you're not Jamaican yourself? I said, yeah, what okay. are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like you guys. Like, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I want a child, boy. But it's interesting because... I'm I'm remembering the days of like you know Sean Paul just give me the light. Everyone's in a dance group. Everyone's really bouncing. Like we want to learn oh, all the Jamaican moves. We want to you know what I mean. You guys, the music the was dance that. groups, man. The it's dance crazy. Groups. But then for me personally, it's like yo, pigeon English and like Yoruba, and people are screaming this. Trying in, to let's be. They're trying to. They're they're, they're getting it very wrong. Yeah, it's Igbo. And Shayo. It's Igbo and Shayo. Igbo right? is weed. Shayo is alcohol. alcohol. But Shayo could also mean fun as well, too. It's like slang, you know? And when you're saying everybody go chop breakfast, what he's saying is that everyone's going to feel heartbreak. Like, yeah. it's slang. I had to use my understanding of Patwa when I was going to Nigeria to understand pigeon. It was weird, yo. But it's interesting because... It's so... The cadence and um, some of the words, like, you can really see how we formed Patwa out of it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you can see the foundation. It's like, I thought Patua, you couldn't get any Anything. lower on the ground floor. Like, yeah. I thought that was where the root was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, obviously, we know most Jamaicans come from Ghana. Yeah. That we're Maroons. shipped over. Mm-hmm. Maroons are shipped over. And, yeah, it's from that, that language. Like, when you hear certain words, even in the song, there's uh, all over the album, really. Yeah. He does it a lot on that popcorn song, Tony and Sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you can hear the the hints of Patua mm-hmm. mixed in with that pigeon. It's exactly. it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Exactly. But it's it's crazy how far it's become. I feel like, especially in Canada, I feel like UK. Obviously, they were ahead of the game, and they're only seven hours away from Nigeria. But we're on the other side of the world, mm-hmm. and then for it to extend to this far and to hear the impact that it's having, it's it's sick. You know, I'm a piano, you know, the beat selection, like... I'm like, piano's getting, becoming the new house. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's just getting started. That's from South Africa. I feel like Nigeria's like LA in the sense of like, once it comes to Nigeria, like we make it, we make it boom. You get what I'm saying? Listen, I, I will say, um, we have only one person to thank, and that's Justin Bieber. Um, Justin Bieber with <laughs> Sorry. What he did with Sorry, he opened the door for Nigeria. And the rest of Africans. No, but who do you guys who do you got who does everyone like okay, for example, like Drake obviously here. We know that that is not the starting point of Toronto on the mainstream. But he's the one that he's the one that blew it. So we obviously know I feel like it's always gonna be Whiskid. Whiskid. Whiskid was that guy when I was first going to Nigeria, like back in the day, he was the guy on the Pepsi ad. You know what I mean? Mm. Even Drake's first number one hit. Was with Whiskey, but with people Whiskey. don't didn't know who Whiskey was. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Whiskey's fame, right? 
came in and added to Drake's fame, and yeah. that's what made it number one. one but dance. people didn't know the one dance song, right? So it's kind of like there's been years and years of a lot of Nigerians making moves. And another thing is we're all over the world. Yeah, like there's yeah. 250 million Nigerians that live in Nigeria, but that's not that's that's there. That's the biggest population of Black people around the world. Mm. Then when we talk about lineage and stuff like Brazil, second, there's a lot of Yorubas and 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 in Brazil as yeah. well. and they and they study Yoruba religion on top of that. I I'm that's my language, but they study the religion. It's the sixth largest religion in the world. So it's like there's so much layers to it yeah. where now that, you know, it's kind of being put out to the forefront, people are relating to it in a lot of ways in China. Like I, I learned this recently when I went to do a festival, like the Nigerians are running a lot of the clubs out there. So the Chinese have been hearing a lot of the Afrobeats from way back in the day as well too. Mm. Um, you know, when you think about you are my African queen, for the longest time everyone thought that was a dancehall tune. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like P Square and the man them like that did that ch- that song as well too. So we've been seeing it, but I think now it's kind of like exploding. You know, everyone is kind of on it. You know, all these festivals, you know, you can't go to a, a party without hearing I want to Afrobeats, yeah. you know? Um, one thing that I wish happened more though, I wish there was more collabs with like Jamaican and Nigerian artists. Mm. Like we need to see more of well, that. Well, we're seeing it with, with Burner Boy and Popcorn, man. They need an EP, bro. And you know, Burner mm. Boy never touched Yad yet, you because, know. Because, yo, Burner Still Boy. never been to Jamaica. never been to Jamaica. And Burner Boy is a man. Like I remember the first time I went to Nigeria, me and my sister went to this show at Oriental Hotel. And I seen a man in Jordans. And I was like, oh, I like your jeans. He's like, oh, I like yours too. You know, those times the long tees and Jordans. So he's like, what's your name? I said, Femi. He's like, what's your name? He's like, Burner. I said, like, oh, that's the song. My cousin's going crazy. He said, like, Femi, you don't know who they talk to. I said, who's that? He said, like, yo, Burner. I was like, oh. I said, like, that's a cool name. And then at the time, um, I think his song, like, Like to Party. You guys should check that in. That was, like, one of his first kind of songs. But he was a man where, like, he would roast Nigerians. Like, yo, you guys come late. Like, there was a time that Nigerians didn't really mess with Burner like that. You know? mm. It's very interesting. Like, I remember that time. They did not mess with him because he was too outspoken. You know, most Nigerians, they like you when you're, you are very reserved. respectful and reserved. Yeah. Yeah. Like David O, he's, he, he greeted uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But like, Bernard was on a, on a different vibe because remember, he was in London and he was on some, you know, the gang tip and then he got deported to Nigeria. He couldn't leave Nigeria for 10 years. Oh, That's wow. why his album is called Outside because it was the first time that he was able to be let out. Wow. That's, so it's deep. So that's why his music is 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 very it's very deep it's not on some poppy show thing like you know what i mean yeah but um you know there's a lot of artists busting out i feel like what dancehall was doing in regards to like you know finding this song and dance and changing it up like the afrobeat stars are going in like yeah. i was into a song by ruger the other day called we we that guy's the man the man sounded like popcorn on the track he's yeah. been sounding like popcorn cranium dexter yeah. all of that ruger is to me, supposed to be next up. That guy mm-hmm. is, he's deadly, bro. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Dior song, mm-hmm. the bounce one, yeah. whew, his melody, like the way, there's certain, there's a thing about African artists and melodies, man. It's just Yo, so I, different. Yeah. It's so beautiful catchy, melodies. Beautiful, soft spoken. It's never anything too like, aggressive yeah, like yeah, you yeah. always feel like it's you're always in the, in the pocket man yeah it's always mm. like perfect pockets you guys but find. they create pockets like, yeah it's like there's a different rhythm that there's they're hearing the beat in the different layers yeah. than most artists it's, it's kind of like with uh middle eastern singing and yeah. how, how they sing in between the notes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they don't sing the notes that are traditional it's true it's even with bollywood if you notice like you know 
Meet me at the candy bunny. Yeah. You know, and then with, with the Yoruba. I just seen an Indian guy singing, um... Um, uh, uh, the Brother Boy track. And no, he's just no, there's a was it a dance hall song? Oh, with the, with, the bridging, it, with, the, with the with the drum, yeah, and he's yeah, he's yeah. beating. He's, a, he's singing about pum pum. <laughs> Give me punani. What was it? Yeah, was it that one? one? I can't. <laughs> no, I gotta find it now. I gotta find it. But yeah, no, definitely, man. Like the I, from what I'm I'm hearing, Drake started Afrobeats. <laughs> I wish you could see my face right now. Like, ah, not started it, not started it, but, you know made, what's it, funny, but would... made it like okay. So for what what Drake did for Migos is what he did for Afrobeats. Nah, How? I'll tell you this. I think what. Drake... So was it inevitable without the Wizkid? You're saying without yeah. the Wizkid um, collab? Yeah, I think I think it was coming anyways because Skepta mm-hmm. was it would be is in Nigeria every single year. Those London artists are coming; they're coming back and forth, right? Yeah. So it was booming there. So it was only a matter of time before it crossed over, mm. right? I think when the Wizkid play happened with Drake, that was kind of like the first recognition of like, oh, what's this? But people were like, oh, you know, South Africa, you know, mm-hmm. Wizkid wasn't really involved in that conversation. Yeah. But remember, Nigerians. One thing about them is they have bread. So wherever they are in the club, they will pay the DJ to play that one yep. song. And when those bottles pop, they'll tell the DJ to play. And I feel like it was like a unanimous thing, African thing. Like, yes, we want to hear our song inside this club. Yeah. Right? And then they started happening. You'll hear maybe two tracks. You know what I mean? And people are like, ah, cool. And then the girls will have a good time because guess what? The Azul's coming. Yeah. The bottles are coming. <laughs> so I think it started to be- become that thing. It's like a recognition, like... When we hear the African music, we know these guys are about to turn up, yeah. right? And this is similar certain- to Jamaicans and stuff too, but I feel like, I always said it, I said, Nigerians are the Jamaicans of Africa and it's vice versa for you guys yeah. as well too. Um, we're very proud people. Very. Like, you know what I mean? Our music is the best. Yeah. South Africa is doing, I'm a piano. Nigeria, we just take it. <laughs> we, we do our own melodies. We do our own beats. But there's a lot of, um, especially UK artists that were already incorporating certain african vibes especially like when you talk about uh what do they call it they had like a name for the afro wave oh no no afro bashment afro bashment yes afro bashment to me that's the thing is the bridge that is the bridge that to me is the bridge man's like jay huss Mm -hmm. notes those Mm -hmm. mans to me created the bridge because they were the ones out here singing afro bashment and making the the beats palatable to the the public yeah and then once the beats got in and everybody's like okay they fuck with the beats mm-hmm. they fuck with the beats mm-hmm. let's throw in like some some songs like Wizkid where he's not singing in man say I need your he's, love he's singing in English mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. but it's you're still getting the vibe you're yeah. getting the cadence yeah. getting the rhythm exactly you're yeah. like okay they're yeah. fucking with that yeah. it went to number one mm-hmm. let's throw out something else mm-hmm. when you have a song like yeah. Mm. Come out, yeah. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So easy for mm-hmm. everyone to be involved. It's true, and feel like they're a part of something. It's true. Then from there, the the floodgates are open. They're I feel open. like Burner Boy is gonna. He's the Drake of it. Yeah, he's he, gonna he's gonna take it to the next level. He he's surpassing it. And the thing is, the reason why he's surpassing it too is because of the lineage. Like his mom used to be a dancer for for fella fella. You know wow. What I mean? 
That's like some That's level. Huge. Wow. So it's like his music is very inspired by like See, the root like of that. it all. That's well, scary. I was gonna say you know what Fe- I'm Kuti, I feel like his yeah. his Afro funk was probably he's like our Bob he's Marley. Like Michael though. Jordan. He's, he's our, yeah. He's our Bob Marley. Like yeah. facts. He was smoking Kush on stage, talking about political matters yep. with a live instruments in the background. Yep. You know what I mean? Like when you take in his music. People don't really take him in, but if you take it in, it's, he's talking about political issues yeah. to the point where it's like, bro. And then he Nina had Simone bare, was and then he had bare things. All of them were wives. He had like fifteen wives. Crazy. That rode with him everywhere he went. Crazy. Yeah. So it was like the real life of that's a real African Nijama. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard he didn't really mess with Bob Marley neither. Like he wasn't a fan of Bob Marley. Um, yeah, I cannot speak on what I do not know. I don't know about. <laughs> well, that. Selassie and all that stuff must have been kind of conflicting. With that relationship, like Possibly. with how Rastafari view Selassie, who was alive at the time, you know what I mean? Like, and that's Ethiopia. It's like a, you know what I mean? It's it's a completely different thing. I think it's interesting that like um, you have two figures that are so similar mm. from, and you're saying that Nigerians are the Jamaicans of. It, he was Nigerian, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like, yeah, that's crazy. And the thing is, that's I think, crazy. I think I relate it. I think I relate it like that because of my upbringing as well. Like, I've been to Yard. Like, mm-hmm. I went to De La Vega City, Spanish town, and you know, it's all right, all I right. can't even switch my accent. Okay, like, this. let's just calm. I can't go back and forth with you. But um, <laughs> <laughs> where do you get these sound effects from? I say, if I burn that rust club. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this UK fellow? But um, I, I think. I think it's interesting. And then another thing too is there's still a lot more genres within, you know, the Afro beat, Afro beats world. Afro beats, I think really came from Afro bashment. It came from London. Yeah. Because my parents, how I grew up listening, we were listening to like Sunny Day, and that's like more Fuji type of music. Okay. With, and live instruments was always something that I always recognized. And I felt like, you know, I remember I had a party when um when Toons was here and Whiskey came to apartment two hundred. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And one thing that I realized it was crazy because it was Mark, um, of your Mark, he was like, Yo, Femi, my niggas are dancing. My niggas are actually dancing, right? And I'm like, Yeah, because I think real mm-hmm. instruments make you move different. Yeah, of yes. course. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, like when sure. music's changed, like when we were in the dance hall era in Toronto, yo, everybody was dancing. Of you know what I mean? Then we got into this weird like Techno, techno trap, yeah. you know what I mean. Where it's I'm not really a dance you, man, thing, and it, it changed us. 2011 to 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. some of the worst years of music I've ever I've ever seen. Like I really look back. I watch videos um, of best uh, best of the year videos, right? So I'll I'll go back and I will watch like 1984. What was the best songs? Mm-hmm. And people will make compilations of the best number, the top hits from that year. <clears throat> and man. Early 2000s, golden age, bro. Mm. Like, everyone's just having fun. Mm-hmm. Like, shit wasn't serious. The videos were so, like, entertaining and just, like, not... There's there, there's no point to this. Mm-hmm. We just felt like doing it. Yeah, Motherfuckers you know finally mean? had money to spend. That, so they were spending yeah. on whatever they wanted to do. There's the that, thong- but also the music, like, the... Because there's a there's one thing to do with budget, but a whole other thing to do with like mentality and yeah. attitude. Mm-hmm. And at that time, it was just so carefree. Yeah. Everything was carefree. Mm-hmm. Then you see things change as social media comes into it. The music starts changing. Yeah. 
as we start getting more connected, the music starts losing feet, like literally losing feeling, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about the flow riding, Pitbull, LMFAO. That's all same year. Okay, those hits. Yeah, call um the the. Hey, I just met you. Yeah. All that stuff. Same year. Oh, All God. of it. Neo, come closer. Like, Usher went techno. Everybody went into this electronic age. Yeah. And you feel it losing, like, meaning, bro. Like, losing its soul. It's, mm-hmm. it's all robots now. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like industry started to really, like, start to take its head. Like, the head started to peer out. Like, you're seeing the trends going in. Listen. Even with, like, you know, Beyonce's new track and stuff. I'm like, ah, are you guys going into I'm a Piano? Because, like, I'm feeling like it's coming out Who now. knows? You know Who what knows? I mean? Who knows, man? I'm, I'm hearing it. I'm like, oh, Drake's last album, he teamed up with Black Coffee, South African. He's been he's teaming up with Black Coffee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's had, like, uh, three different albums. I Even Chris Black Brown. Coffee, Chris right? Brown's been going to Nigeria. Oh, that song time. with WizKid is deadly, though. Yes, because Chris Brown knows the culture. Yeah, no. So, yo, the second time I was in Nigeria, I see Chris. They said Chris Brown was Chris Brown was on stage, bro. This is like early two thousands, you know, really? before the hype. Yeah, there are certain mans that I'm like, I know why your music he sounds likes dance like dancehall too. Yeah, he lo- he's always loved dancehall mm-hmm. music because you hear the Jamaican influence in his early, especially during like fan of a fan era. Mm-hmm. There's times where he's straight up saying pato words, yeah, and making reggae songs. Like mm. it, it, I hated the Jamaican Chris Brown era. <laughs> I hated it. His pato's the absolute worst. <laughs> yeah. Anytime American, it's the worst pato. Anytime ever, Americans like, try to speak pato, or like now, yeah. now try to speak pigeon English, like the celebrity like, world <laughs> in general, it's just weird, bro. It's just weird, man. Just a lot of weird things that I can't. I just can't chalk up to coincidence anymore. Like <laughs> the fact when you said that Burna Boy's mom danced for fella, I was I, I was disgusted. No, but that's because yo, I'm telling you, I don't think you could be a celebrity unless someone's related to you. Hmm. That's already a celebrity. You gotta walk with me on this. Barry Gordy's family tree is actually the weirdest, wildest shit. It's like the royal family tree, like the royal. You see how they inbred at some points because they wanted to keep it within mm-hmm. the the bloodline. Same shit happens in celebrity world, bro. But I I, I disagree. I think name me a celebrity and wait, I can't wait, wait, tell no, you no, the, let, their relative. Okay, <laughs> let me let me not talk North America when we're talking a, a different continent, Africa, like. It's money, and it's like who's hot. Remember, in Nigeria, if you're an artist and this guy can sing, that guy right there can give you all the money you need and fly you to London mm-hmm. and get us and get you with the best producer and put your song on the radio. That's the difference. It's money. But I think d- it's but money. But do they get to Hollywood? I'm talking about Hollywood. Hollywood is a difference. That, that's what I'm it's talking a about. Something. When you get to Hollywood, Burner Boy is getting to where? Getting Hollywood. To Hollywood. Yes, he's getting to Hollywood, and he's got a connection. Dog, all I'm saying is Barry Gordy's okay, family tree. Watch this. Okay, what Marvin about Gay? Marvin Gaye mm-hmm. had sex with Barry Gordy's niece. Barry Gordy is the the um, founder of Motown Records. Ha- Marvin Gaye has sex with Barry Gordy's niece. They have Marvin Gaye the third, who is siblings with Bianca Lawson. Bianca Lawson. This is Save the Last Dance. You remember Bianca Lawson, the black girl, that the mean girl or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very sexy. Mm-hmm. I, hope she, I hope we're related. Who is she sister-in-law with right now? Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce, yeah, that's true. 
and there's more. There's a, there's more. Like it goes on and on like that. I never thought about it like that. It goes on and on like that. Every time I I get into a celebrity story, I hear about a relative, or I hear about a godfather, godmother, bro. It's the degrees of Mariah separation. Mariah Carey's man. godmother. Uh, Mariah Carey's godmother, Patty Labelle. Do you guys know that? Was that known information? Hmm. ASAP Rocky. Let me Google this right now. ASAP Rocky's <laughs> mom used to date Rakim. She named ASAP Rocky after Rakim. Ferg, who was also in the same group, his dad made the logo for ba- Bad Boy. And he was a, a bouncer, a security guard for Bad Boy. Mine might be onto something here. It just it goes on and on like that. Like I don't think you guys understand. But do you? But, but going back to what Norm said, it, it, it is degrees of separation. It's all degrees of separation. I don't because think it's if degrees it's of three... separation. I think it's some fucking creepy ass shit going on, man. No, bro. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. If you know somebody close nah, enough to the Marlin, I disagree. The you want to know why? If you're a single, and you were in LA, Marlin, do you know how many how many people you were connected so? to? No, but it will make it easier. I'm not related. You could be related with but kids. But I'm not. You could have a bag of kids but in the I States. But I don't. <laughs> and Focus don't. on what is here and now. <laughs> I'm telling you people are related. Like Godmother is still, to me, somewhat relation. That's basically the mom you would have if your mom died. So how much how much talent versus relation? Like what's what's the what's the Maybe balance? Maybe a celebrity will find it. <laughs> I swear it's, do you, it's but it's it, crazy, do you think it bro. only re, 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 do you know um, who Angelina Jolie's dad is? Who? John Voight. Um. <laughs> These are all like it's just not. It doesn't end. They keep naming people. I'll, I'll tell you an uncle. I'll tell you a cousin. It's it's weird. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's creeping me out. I'll find the family tree for you guys right now. The Barry Gordy one because. But first, hold on, just real quick. I'm trying to think of I somebody that's came into the game with no family. It's an Indian guy with a drum. Yeah, I got to say this to Bali. <laughs> I changed it to your poo poo. To your poo poo. Do you know what he's doing? To your poo poo. All right, let me find this uh, Barry Gordy family tree for you guys and just read it out so you guys could just be as creeped out as I am, man. It's just a little weird. That's all I'm saying. I want to be a celebrity still, but. (laughs) I know know how you can get there. (laughs) All right. Jesus Christ. Did you know Stevie Wonder? I can't stop. Do you know Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson are cousins? What? Yes. This is it just doesn't end. I don't think you guys get it. Marlon, yes. I don't think you should be talking anymore. <laughs> Everything is just a joke. <laughs> They're third cousins, bro. Janet Jackson said that we never told people because we didn't want them to conflate our careers and and yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Third Wildness. cousins. Wildness. Remember you know Rockwell? You remember Rockwell? Rockwell, Rockwell, no. You don't remember Rockwell? Okay, never mind then. Um, what the store? 
The one that sold the fake Rockerware jackets. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Barry <laughs> Gordy. Hey, you couldn't rock well. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barry Gordy was, I, I believe, married to uh, Dana Ross at some point. And they had the kid, um, their son, who is the lead singer in LMFAO. Remember the LMFAO? Yeah. That's, okay. that's wild. <laughs> uh, you got Michael Jackson, Jermaine Jackson. Jermaine Jackson married Hazel Gordy. Okay. <laughs> you got Richard Lawson, who married at one point Denise Gordy, who is now married to Beyonce's mom. I'm hearing the name Lawson a lot. I was just about to say, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you might have some some lineage I mean, maybe, there, bro. Maybe, hey. maybe that's why I went to you Hollywood without the agents. You never you know. You might be in. You might be Maybe in. I need to spend some more time there. <laughs> Marvin Gaye III, related to Bianca Lawson, obviously. Uh, child of Marvin Gaye and Anna Gordy. And the whole Gordy family were like singers at some point. And actors. and. But then I look at it like, yo, maybe the man... The, the family just had the plug and anyone that was Listen, in it's like oh, well, I am all call. for you get what I'm saying I am all for nepotism because I, I look at it like if I mm-hmm. was let's say I was me and Rihanna Rihanna just said you know what I, I left ASAP and Baba Femi is my true love mm-hmm. right so she's plugged into everything yep and we have kids they're plugged into everything mm-hmm. and their friends will be plugged into everything it's not a I don't think it's a coincidence I think it's just by by faith of who you know. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Sure. Sure. <laughs> That's what I think. Okay, so let me let me <laughs> just add this little tidbit in there. Okay? Um, Jimmy Carter was a U.S. president. Yes. Okay. His mom, Lily Gordy. So, so the, the, so the president's wives are linked to... The whole industry, not the whole industry. No, but, I, but that started it. it. That was that's the link. It's him. He was a president. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he's, he's the, the guy. guy. It's him. He's the guy. It's that because it's, it's similar to James Gordy. His grandfather had sex with Esther Johnson, a black woman, and they created the rest of the Gordys, the black side of the Gordys, and that's their link. And who knows? I don't know what Esther Johnson was, but it was 1840. And an old white man had sex with Esther Johnson. Are they related to Johnson and Johnson? What the heck? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the real conspiracy. It's vaccines, I tell you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Imagine they were. How crazy would that be? Wait, I'm not gonna that lie, person was related to Magic Johnson. Dog. And that's how we got AIDS. <laughs> that's so fucking funny there's um a thread that i'm just gonna read a couple of these every every week i'm just gonna read a couple of these these black facts these are incredible black facts that they're they're blacks they're blacks Blacks. (laughs) yes (laughs) blacks um pharrell got khalees pregnant told her not to have it and the song I Hate You So Much Right Now is actually about Pharrell. Wow. That is a black. That is a black. But that fact. song had a lot of feeling in it. I hate you, you so much right now. 
Crazy. <laughs> nah. Cause that scream wasn't that scream. You're not. You're not like. Can we get another take of that? Yeah. I feel like that. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, George Lucas wanted Tupac Shakur to audition for the role of Mace Windu in the Star Wars prequel, but was killed before doing so. Tupac could have been a part of the Star Wars. I can see hmm. that. That's pretty fucking fire. I mean, it would have been a bet. He should have stuck with acting, honestly. Yeah. Way better than the bars. His acting, his acting was on point, man. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> you remember? Picture him with a, with a lightsaber. Do you remember this guy in life? Hell yeah. Is he? Remember this villain. guy? He's a villain. Buster in, oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. life? Mm-hmm. That's Rick James. I'm Rick James. Did you realize that that was Rick James your whole life? No pun intended. Whoa. The movie Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin, at the start of the movie, they owe some, um, Eddie owes somebody money, mm-hmm. and that's why they end up having to go bootleg the the alcohol, and that's how they end up getting arrested. But the guy that he owes money is Rick James, bitch. That is mad. <laughs> I did not know that, and I've seen that movie. One of my favorite movies that I've watched a million times, bro. It's a pretty cool black toy. Black toy. <laughs> Um, what's another greasy one? The Backstreet Boys hit song, I Want It That Way, and uh-huh. All I Have to Give, were written, arranged, and produced by Full Force. You remember Full Force MD? Yep. Yeah. Full Force it. MD, also the, the villains in House Party. I smell, I smell, I smell pussy. That's, they that, wrote that? Those they guys wrote, wrote, I wrote it that, it that way. Damn. And all, I knew my that love life. is all Yo, I, knew that song. I have to give Without you I don't think I would live They had a I greasy I could give my oh. to you Love is all I have to give Damn. Come on crew, come on Yo, them truths be hitting different Dog, I'm telling Makes you. sense now Yeah, yeah. Crisscross. Oh, go ahead. No, I said I performed that song at Jaden Finch Mall. <laughs> Random fact. I told my mom I lost my virginity <laughs> at Jaden Finch Mall. <laughs> I saw your, your tweet about that. You told her at Jaden Finch Mall? In the food court. Why would you the tell Chinese her in all food, places? The Chinese oh, food. the $2 special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. $2 special. You can get some sauce on your chicken ball. <laughs> um, Crisscross Jump was a diss song. Jump, jump. To who? Oh, Another so. bad creation. And now you're thinking about the line that starts off the song, and it's a diss. Because JD, Jermaine Dupri, he mm-hmm. managed another bad creation, and they ended up firing him or something like that. And he was supposed to put out, oh, he was supposed to put out an album with them, and they scrapped the album. And then he went out, discovered Crisscross, and made them diss them in the first song, in the first line. That's a greasy play, you know. Don't try to compare us. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Craziness. Another black fact. Lisa Left Eye Lopez, when the internet first got popping, bought up all the domain names for her celebrity friends. Yes, I've seen that one. So that people wouldn't buy them and then run up the price on them. She's smart. And she got Lil' Kim on the internet. <laughs> She's smart. Smart. Smart as hell, bro. Damn. Um, Robin Thicke wrote Usher's Can You Handle It? And can, Paula Patton is the one singing on the hook. When you you hear the girl say um, that I can go there, baby, with yeah, you, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Paula Patton. How crazy is that? That's wild. That's a, that's a really cool factoid. 
That's a greasy one, right? Damn. I can't remember what um, song it was that has the Pharrell. Oh, 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 as a beat. There's a song that has as a beat that everybody loves, but nobody knows it's Pharrell going, oh, on it. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. It just came oh. out recently. Not long ago, I don't think, yeah. Um, it was on an album. Was it? Uh, and people were like, oh, that was the worst. It was Kanye. No, no. Somebody that had bad production. I don't know. I'm thinking Nas. <laughs> um, Frank Ocean and Lucky Day went to the same high school. Okay. And apparently sang in choir at the cafeteria. Uh, eh, eh. That one's all right. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't ginger me. Pharrell and Timbaland are cousins. Let me repeat that. Pharrell and Timbaland are cousins. Yeah, the two Virginia boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what they'll tell you. Montel Jordan doesn't see a dime from that song. Yeah. You know the song. Yeah. This is how he do it. That is not how he does it. So many songs he took from. Huh? That was from Slick Rick. No, but he got he had to pay back the IRS, so they he had to give up the rights to the song. I heard oh. about I heard about Steve R. Harvey owing twenty two million. Steve Harvey, what? He owed twenty two million because he was giving his tax guy the checks, and his tax guy was cashing the checks um, for himself, and he never paid his uh, his taxes for about seven years. Jesus! And they said he owed twenty two million dollars <laughs> in taxes. Yeah, so he had oh to like. Oh my yeah, god! It was crazy. Wow. That tax evasion stuff is some serious, serious one. I did not know Roger Troutman. Um, computer love, Zapp and Robert computer Rogers. Love. He was killed in a murder suicide by his own brother. What? Yeah, Larry Troutman killed him and killed himself. Wow. Super wild. Um, uh, what other? I black heard about. Facts? I heard about the girl. The girl who was um in Nelly's hot in here video. She passed away. The main, the main girl. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Pasha, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Um, what's another one? We'll do one last one. Let me see which one I could find. I was on this thread for like th- two hours, bro. <laughs> I read every single thing they wrote in here, bro. It's so entertaining. I'll send it to you. The, yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you the thread. It's so entertaining. Um, let me see. Mine is one of the only people that I know. It's like that's still so consistent on Twitter. Yo, I'm trying to get less consistent on there, to be honest with you. I miss the days of Twitter where where hashtags were fun. Remember when it was just like... <laughs> oh, we were talking about that word? last week, yeah. Oh, <laughs> hashtags, man. That's when um, Twitter was still trying to find its voice. But then you put that one hashtag and it's like a thousand retweets in uh, three <laughs> seconds, you know? Last black fact. Ready? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> We all know this song. Classic song. That's Pharrell. It's not S- Michael S, the double, the U, the V. I'm going to play it back and now you'll hear it. And you can't unhear it. Singing is Michael. Huh? No, he redid it. That's him saying SW. He redid the, 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 um, what's it called? Oh, and also fun fact about this song. Michael gave it to them for free. 
Michael, that's not Michael Jackson's voice I'm hearing? No, he redid Michael Jackson's part on the song. Like, that, <laughs> whatever yeah, part, yeah, yeah. he redid it. But Michael gave them the song for free. Wow. Didn't charge them anything for the song. Because he just liked them that much. The real mandem. Real mandem stuff. That's greasy. There's so many fun facts about Michael Jackson just by himself. Like, even just his connection to Marvel is just wild. <laughs> Him buying the publishing of like what was it Sony at that time or something like that. Now he owned then he owned the Rolling Stones music, the Beatles music. Yeah. Paul McCartney's the one that told him about it, and then he goes and buys it behind Paul McCartney's back, outbids him. <laughs> Paul McCartney stops talking to him forever, and Michael owns his music, Rolling Stones, Eminem, uh, Billy Holiday or something like that, Billy Joel. Hmm. And a bunch of other people's music. That's who funny. who did he give? And he gave yeah he, he gave, gave little uh, Richard little Richard back, back his, his uh, masters, masters so that yeah. he could pay off his debt. I find that that to be the nicest flex in music when like some stars make it and then they buy your masters and say yo hold hold that. <sighs> that's crazy. Yeah, I that's, think that's crazy. A dope play. Um, well, did you know mm. in the Philippines? No, I'm just <laughs> I was <Yeah>. waiting. <laughs> I'm like looking for facts. I'm like, don't kill me. My former Filipino president was buried in ice. Okay, like, cool. What? That's a fact. <laughs> buried in ice? That's a Filipino fact. Yeah. Oh man. Um, what about some Nigerian? There's got to be a cool Nigerian. Guys, fact. that's a whole episode. That is cool. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot to say. Give us one Nigerian fact you know off the top of your head. Um, that's kind of like crazy to you. Jollof rice <laughs> actually stems not from Nigeria, not from Ghana, but the Jollof tribe. The Jollof tribe the of Jollof tribe. <laughs> this guy said of. Where where is this Jollof tribe from? Let me. Uh, yeah, he has to that. Google it. Don't <laughs> share us a fact you can't. No, no, no. I think I think it's uh not Co- maybe Congo. Let me just double check because the Nigerians and the Africans were just Congo. Which while was you're doing f- that, formerly known as the Republic of Zaire. Oh, look at this guy. Googles. All right. No, just- <laughs> uh, while you got while you're looking that up, uh, we do something here each and every week. And it is our good youth of the week. Ah, yes, such a good lot. What a good youth. I cannot believe that is my God. What a youth. Are you so good? Are you so good, youth? Um, This week, good youth is none other than Shelly. Shelly Belly. Shelly Belly. Shelly Belly. 35 years old. Still out here dominating the competition. Jamaicans really just dominating the competition. Clean sweep. One, two, three. I've seen four clean Jamaican sweeps in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I don't think many countries can say that. I'm not going to lie. You guys, when it comes to running, <laughs> you've been doing it for years. You've Next been level. running shit. Next uh, level. Yeah. Next level, man. Um, but her, she's the greatest female sprinter of all time. I feel like she can compete with the men. Oh yeah, and and, and do you say no. her time was her time was amazing. Yeah, but she can't compete with the men now. What was the what was the record? They're, oh, they're doing nine point something. Nine yeah, point yeah. three. Yeah, they're on, on next tip. So I the, didn't think any man would ever be faster than Donovan Bailey when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> were you not happy? When, I, were you guys watching that live? I watched it, but when he when he got that little cramp and he did, I'm like, oh, this guy. What are you talking about? Oh, the next time. Yeah, the next time. Yeah. No, but um, 
Was that the 96 Olympics when it was in Atlanta? Atlanta. Yeah. 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 I never, I don't know. For some reason, that Olympics seemed like the that most Olympics realist. That Olympics was the greasiest Olympics. one ever. Ever. Well, greasiest we, one yeah. ever. I don't know if it was my age. I don't know if it was anything, I but I just remember that I, Olympics. You know what it was for me? It was the way that they, the production was. Mm. They made them look like superheroes to yeah. me when yeah. I was a kid. Like, mm. there's something about Carl Lewis, like, watching him complete in, like, nine different events and just body all of them, set records in half of them. Mm. And uh, remember uh, Mike Johnson? Yeah. With the gold boots? He always mm. just had the gold yeah, boots yeah, to the yeah, American. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, a yeah. bossy yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, bossy guy. He's just talking. Yo, that man, they look like superheroes. The mm. way that they shot them, those slow-mos, everything about it. The music was epic. Like, yeah. Don't forget the, the, the McDonald's endorsement. Like... They were the official sponsor. Oh, were they? Oh, that's probably why. For Olympics. That so. makes more sense. Because even their intros, the country's intros, and when they came in, I remembered it. Everything was so was nice. fire. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I remember you could buy, um, oh, I used to have it, man. They had these f- four different colors of suede um, Atlanta Olympic hats. Yo, they were so fly. Like, it was one of the few times where, like, they had fly gear at McDonald's to buy with the their ones. Fries. Was it the yeah. one the felt? Yeah, with like a different color bill, and then it was like a white hat, and it had the Olympic logo on the so front they, and shit. They had the I green remember. and the brown. They had the had burgundy it. and the and the yeah. blue. They'd have the. Oh gray. yeah, no, those yeah. are fire. Yeah, they were so. Fun. Those were super I used to rock fit is like crazy, man. I think Roots had some fire Olympic gear as well at some point. Well, they were they they've been our Roots is I think they had the contract all up till. Like two years ago. I remember I my TV when the Olympics no, are on the for bay. that month. The bay. My TV stays on CBC. Yeah. No, fair. like the channel does the channel. not change. It doesn't change. And the TV doesn't go off. Like until yeah. we're going to bed, like yeah. TV's on all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching all different types of shit. Swimming, mm-hmm. javelin, all types of shit, yo. But when I noticed when the 100 meter and the, and the relay came on, it was like the slam dunk competition was on. Everybody was it watching. It seemed like it. everybody was at home watching mm-hmm. it at the same time. It was mm-hmm. so greasy. Like, I remember being home for some really dope, especially Canadian moments. Like, Joe Carter, I faintly remember. You remember the home run? The home run. I remember oh, the night, yeah. and I remember going on my balcony, and this is where I'm living at um, uh, Roundtree. Okay. I'm living over at Roundtree Road and we go, go on the balcony and everyone's on the balcony just banging pots. You see the street just start filling up with people. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. That's my, my parents are losing their mind. I'm just, I, I don't even know what's really know what's happening. happening. I'm just jumping. jumping all over the place. Yeah. I just saw him hit the ball and then just start jumping. You remember the Joe yeah, Carter jump or whatever. Jump. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, shit, we won. Because I didn't understand what it meant. I just saw the crowd going nuts. Mm -hmm. And then him jumping up and down and high-fiving everyone. I'm like, oh, we won. So I start losing my mind. That, I remember freaking when we won the gold for Canada, um, that men's Winter Olympics where we faced the States. And it was like a penalty shootout. Or the hockey? Yeah. Yeah, It was like a penalty shootout. America versus Canada. It was always. Oh my. Mm -hmm. And don't, don't make me watch that after watching Mighty Ducks, my nigga. Like (laughs) Mighty Mighty Ducks Ducks already put a battery in my back, especially Mighty Ducks too. When Mm -hmm. they face Jamaica, I was like, what? Jamaica hockey team is sick. (laughs) That's when I was loving hockey. When I was a kid, I used to really, I I was a Sundin, I was a Sundin Doug. Yeah. That was my genre. That was my era. And then, 
It fell off. Me, after. I was more Don't of a sleep on what break. the Mighty Ducks did to like hockey, man. Oh, I mean, people true. want to watch hockey. Facts. Was, know, I didn't want to watch Bain. it until that. It's true. Coach Bombay. Fucking Fuller. Flying V. Flying V. Fulton. Fulton, that's his name. Bass Fulton. Brothers. Oh <laughs> man, that that made me violent. Well, who's the, who's the kid that always farted? I can't. Oh, Sam. Sam uh, oh, the fat kid, the goalie. Yeah, Goldberg. Sam Goldberg. Yes. Goldberg. He actually had a really bad trajectory afterwards. Addicted to like meth and heroin. Um, he was homeless a couple of years ago, but now he's getting his life back on track as of like two or three years ago. What is these child stars, man? Yo, I always go through that. It's rough, man. They go through it. It's rough. I gotta say this jollof fight before everyone roasts me. So the origins of jollof rice oh, can be traced to the 1300s in ancient Wolof Empire, also known as the Jolof Empire, which spans what? parts of today's Senegal, the Gambia, and Mauritania. The Jolof Empire? Yeah, it's deep, yo. That's How do you think, yo? Crazy. I, when I talk about Jolof rice, it's spiritual. I don't That's understand. crazy. Yo, Jolof Empire. It's so me. crazy how, like, the world really got ruined because, like, white people couldn't yeah. cook. <laughs> you, they wanted to take spices, and they're like, oh... We could take people. White people said, this food sucks. Let's go find a way to make it better. Realized everybody had better rice and just said, why don't we just kill them and take their rice? (laughs) Sure. Why don't you just bring them along? Oh, my God. (laughs) Rice. Beautiful thing, man. It's the greatest food ever. It divided a nation. (laughs) It divided Pangea. (laughs) I'm kind of ashamed to admit, but I don't care. I had it for the first time at... Aunt Lucy's. You had Ghana Jollof? That's the first time I've had it. Ghana Jollof? How could you do that? How could you? Yeah, you want to choke, bro? I would didn't, I, I, would didn't. I eat jerk chicken in Trinidad? I ch- Disrespect. I have. I have. Disrespect, bro. Carabana's coming. <laughs> Just joking, guys. <laughs> but no, for, I, did, I didn't know Turning that. Turning off their uh, shit I'm, right now. So Did you like I, it? I, I, I loved it. Mm. It's amazing. I love rice in general. Not to say that I wouldn't love other f- forms. No worry, you're not missing much with Nigerian jollof. Can I, can I ask you? Can I ask you a question? It's just ketchup. It's just ketchup. Wait, wait, wait. No. <laughs> well, rice and peas without the gravy. Can you can you eat rice and peas by itself without gravy, or would you eat jollof rice? Because jollof rice doesn't require. Is there any coconut gravy. in jollof rice? Do you taste coconut in the rice this year? I'm asking you. Is there is there coconut I, in the rice? So okay, so I, that's what we have in rice and peas. We it's have we, it's it's rich. It's a very rich rice. You can just eat it alone. Oh, but, sorry. Without any gravy. But, rice oh, and, but I find rice and peas in most Jamaican spots nowadays is really diluted because coconut milk is expensive. So there'll be some in it, but it's not enough. It's not enough. I've had it. At one place where they actually made it very well, and you didn't need the gravy, but yeah, that was once buttery, in a lifetime. It's salty, like savory. Jollof rice would give you that feel. But jollof rice, you could eat by itself. By itself, it's it's concluded. You can. I definitely had my fair share in Ottawa. Um, but yes, uh, where do I get it, man? Like oh, outside, have, like got, Nigeria. Got, Where's your favorite Nigerian jollof joint? Oh, out down here, uh, SK Cooks is in Liberty Village. SK Cooks. SK Cooks. Yeah, they be they be they be shuffling it up. That's one thing we don't know in this city, like just off top is African spots. Yeah, there's a lot building up. If you go to the West End, oh my god. Oh goodness. yeah. Come and on. in the clubs out there? 
Yo, there's some clubs in the West End. That's you everything. think you think you're in Dubai? That's every that's every that's every burb. They're, I'm noticing there's better parties in the burbs these days. Yeah, they're actually dancing, turning up. Yeah, you don't have to worry about getting shot. You yeah. know, yeah. everybody's close to home. Yeah, because yeah, it's kind of it's, it becomes very regional. It's not mm. like you're traveling from Whitby to come to Saga and party. Yeah, yeah. It's like everybody in Saga is just linking up. Linking up. Yeah, it's no. like the parking lot. Parking lot. Uh, where's in Woodbridge? One they place. Um, one place we're not linking up. Sesame Street. Yo, did you see how they're, they're, they're asking how to the black Sesame Street is guanin with a madness. Um, what did they do now? Like, so I there was a video wa- that came out of uh, this character Rosalita, I believe her name is. Is this a new character and, or an um, old character? I think it's a newer character. Okay. Um, she kind of looks like Elmo, but turquoise. And <laughs> yeah, turquoise. Um, she uh, she's like. It, Going, they're doing like their parade, I guess that they do that every day on the on their route, and she hugs this this white child, gives high fives, everything. Two little black girls are just waiting there. Their mom's clearly like, oh fans yo, out. I and see she that. Go, they raise their hands for a high five, and she literally looks at them and goes, "Nope." She actually does this. She's oh, yeah, my I thing. My that. my first instinct was, oh, maybe she didn't see them. Yeah, but yeah. it was. It looked like that's it. what it Sesame Street tried to say in their apology. Oh, uh, she was acknowledging someone who was asking for pictures and blah blah. And I went back and looked at the video. You see her say no to the person who wanted the hug with the picture, but then you see her literally look down at the kids and go, "Nope." And I'm like, "All right, like." Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it sucks. But is it that? Is it racism, people? It's, is it, it that deep? It's not that deep. And then more videos came out. When he slapped, when the girl slapped the black girl. There was one where the guy literally slaps a black girl in the face. He rejects the kids first, then looks at the girl and gives her a little slap. A little tap while walking off. And you know the only reason it got my blood burning is because I was Chuck E. Cheese. You were in the costume? I was Chuck E. Cheese back in 2007. Best job to this day that I've ever had. You know how hot those costumes I was Chuck- Yes, I do know. Did you have a fan? Absolutely there? not. It broke before I got there. So I was Chuck E. Cheese. And when I was Chuck E. Cheese, like, we had to do birthdays, right? And with birthdays, you get different types of families. There's always like some who are kind of reserved. You got to bring them out of the shell. There's always that that one kid you want to slap. That are just going too crazy. (laughs) And then you have like a family that will come in where you can tell these kids just there's no holes barred. Like it's not even just one kid. It'll be like six or seven of them that are just on badness. And then you just want to hold them. You want to hold them and squeeze them hard. I'm doing my, I'm doing the, (laughs) we have a birthday dance that we got to do or whatever. And the kids usually try to encourage the kids to do it with you. And so we're teaching the kids. And this is this happened multiple times. But I just remember this one specific day when a Somali family came in. <laughs> and Kali, this little Kali. boy came beside me and he starts punching at me, right? Punching at me. I, obviously, I can't feel anything. I'm, I'm good. But it's kind of annoying, right? And then the kid, I can't remember what soft spot I had on me. That he hit where it was like there was no costume there. And I wasn't like paying attention. And it kind of like caught me off guard. (laughs) And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this little fucking kid? And this is not the first time this has happened to me. So I'm like, I know how to fix him. I know how to fix him. (laughs) During the the birthday dance. 
And there's a part in the dance where, like, I get to, like, wiggle or whatever. Yeah. Like this. Dog, I gave this kid a little... Mm, <laughs> right in his fucking kidneys, right? Yeah. <laughs> kid starts... Bo- <laughs> crying to his mom. <laughs> the mom's looking, see me still doing the dances. She's like, he's doing the dances. You're in his way and you're hitting him. What do you expect? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you little fuck. <laughs> so I looked at that person, slapped the child. And the way that they slapped the kid... It was like they had put their hands out for whatever reason and were skipping past. Hmm. But this hand was the only one that did a motion yeah, yeah. while the other one's just, just in the air. Better. So I'm like, I know what you I know what you're doing there. Then another video comes out. This and it's just same endless, one? No. no. Different characters, you know bro. Oh, it's different characters? Different characters. So it's the people that are hired to Thank work you. inside. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. I'm like, is this organized as in like you're in the break room and you're just like yo we're not paying any attention to these little fucking black kids like Mm -hmm. we're only paying attention to the white kids is it that or are they being instructed because that's when shit gets real sticky if you're being instructed by a higher power to not do this it gets weird especially when you consider sesame street started out for black people yeah the show was made for public access TV, mm-hmm. inner city kids. They literally did studies, group focuses, all these different. They wrote a thesis on why black kids yes. and impoverished kids need this show mm-hmm. because the gap of education was getting crazy. Yeah. And so they put out this show and majority of the cast, like when you talk to the main character, he was black. His Luther wife Vandros is on it. Was on that His show. wife was on it. His, his son was on it. Luther Vandross was on countless black activists, Reverend uh, uh, Jesse Jackson. Like you can go down the list. And I remember Sesame street feeling like the most inclusive thing on television. It's true. Other than Mr. Rogers. When I was a kid, Mm -hmm. like Mr. Rogers was up there with inclusion, but Sesame street was right on pace. Like Mm -hmm. Barney too. Barney was really high on inclusion. Like Mm -hmm. they, the numbers would look like, a little skewed, yeah. but you'd have at least a one local Asian kid, yeah, two yeah. black kids. You know, you saw you saw you saw yourself in in a couple of episodes. You know, it would yeah. reflect the demographic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Teletubbies too. Teletubbies Did they have kids on Teletubbies? They had some weird traverse language. I always felt like Teletubbies was like that. You remember that show MXC, where it was like a Asian show, like like um. They do the obstacle course stuff, and they, they dubbed it over with English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they weren't I actually was, saying what they were actually weren't actually saying, saying no, it. it. The same thing I felt for Pingu. I was like, Pingu? I thought That's, it was a, a Chinese show that dubbed over. I thought, I thought Teletubbies was the same thing. Yeah. I thought it was a Chinese well, Pingu, show dubbed over. Pingu was French. Up, was it French? No. It was, yeah. yeah. Pingu was actually French. But when Pingu acted up, the parents would slap the kid like... Pingu was a bad local youth. It was. Yeah. But Caillou, Caillou, <laughs> never Caillou's got the worst. slapped. He never got That's he never why got he's beaten. so bad, though. He's a little bad King Caillou. We grew up seeing Pengu. Fucking Caillou. Oh, he's got yeah. leukemia. You can't hit the kid with leukemia. No, he was a bad youth. <laughs> he's a bad he really had leukemia? That's what they did. I faintly remember somebody Villan- told me. Charlie Villain wave of disease. Oh, alopecia just all over? Alopecia. He's got the Jada? Mm-hmm. He's got the Jada. the pinky. He's got the pinky. <laughs> He, I, I remember someone telling me that the final episode of Caillou was like, he, he's laying in a bed and he's just like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> and then the camera just zooms out. 
I don't feel so good. <laughs> I bet you don't, Kyle. I bet you don't. Yeah. This is for all the years you have been bad. <laughs> you will now meet your maker. <laughs> I don't know who was the worst. I'm trying to think who was the worst kid in like TV. Kai it was awkward, Rupert. Bro. Rupert was a man that just went on adventures. Kai, Rupert had no parental supervision. I don't yeah, I'm like, how did this guy man. go out on adventures for days? The, the man put on his came? scarf and said, "I'm off of this." Ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs> Tintin, that's a little bad youth. Yeah, Tintin was a bad. Tintin one, was a bad youth. What's Remember the one with the elephants? Dumbo? Oh, Dumbo? Yeah. Oh, no. No, no, the elephant I know what you're kid. talking about. Oh, uh, not Rupert. It came yeah. on after yeah, Rupert, yeah, though. Yeah, it was like the whole and series he had a, of he had a crown. His, yes. his dad is the king. Yes. Yes. Oh, what's that called? No, and look that up. And they had the monkey. The monkey was there. Babar. 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 That's Yo, what it was. I need to watch that again. Babar was levels, dog. That's levels. That's some king, that that king shit, yo. Babar, I yo, felt, I I felt more it? mature watching Babar. Not that I think about it. Not that I, <laughs> yo, Marlin, now that I think about it, what? it was an elephant that had a crown. What are you trying to say? That this one was from Africa? They were in Africa. But why did they make them elephants? Because elephants are smart. I mean, actually, that's kind of progressive if you think about it. They Back then, they would have made lions just kings. That's true. It would have been... Or monkeys. Yeah, it would yeah, have been yeah. something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it would have been, been, been monkeys for the sure. Monkey that bar monkey for sure. <laughs> Deadly. Friggin', um... There was the show movie. that creeped me out the most was Bananas in Pajamas. Bananas in, in Pajamas. I they're bouncing everywhere. I'm like, why are they bouncing everywhere? Yeah, like, like it, it was, was kind of a... Bro. Because it was B1 and B2. Like, why are these guys in pajamas? And it's like... And they talked weird. Like, they always got to say each other's name. I'm going to bed, B1. Okay, B2. I'm like, why these niggas got to always say each other's names? Like, it's getting... I don't know. It was weird. Do you want to know weird. what show really, like, I was watching? And I was like, how am I into this? PJ Katie's farm. I don't know if you remember. Uh, she had the little. She made yep, little clay. Yep. She was a very good storyteller, yo. I was in that show. Like, yo, yeah. what's gonna happen next <laughs> on the farm? I Art was watching too. that. Art attack. Uh, and then this is the song that, that never ends. Lamb chop play along. Play along. TV. TV is not like how it used to be, man. Those Kid, yo, parents hated. That song. That song was annoying. Don't make me hear that song because I'm I'm on uh, next hour. <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> it's already stuck in my head already. I'm <laughs> on for the next hour, bro. Yeah, no, that show was greasy. Friggin', um, I used to watch a lot of shows because of uh, you when you have siblings that are younger. You had to watch the kids' shows. Yeah, yeah. But then you secretly kind of get addicted. Yeah, yeah. Like You're remember Big Blue House? I was in all of those. Dog, man. Big Tree House. Yeah. Had a little thing going in. I'm but not gonna lie to you. Lunette the clown, yo. yo let's not talk about Lunette. Uh, <laughs> yo, I want. I used to mess up my house on purpose and try to follow what she was doing. Yeah, yeah. I, want I, Lunette, Lunette I want Lunette at six o'clock. If you know what I mean, <laughs> you know, feel me? <laughs> like a quarter past nine. Yeah. <laughs> what does Lunette look like now? <laughs> Fire. Yeah, she's yeah. one of those that I, I thought she was gonna go through the whole drug addiction and like follow. <laughs> but that's usually what happens to the childhood stars, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was Canadian, so I think that happened to the clown. Hmm? Remember the mailman? <laughs> what happened? To I think that man? happened to him. Oh yeah, yeah. He was kind of, he was kind of, kind of a funny, kinda funny, funny, still. funny, funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, freaking Lunette turning us on at a very young age, fucking like, stretching for the time. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, like, what did the producer say? Is like, could you just do the stretch a little bit? We need. I seen a porn version of that. I was like, God damn, y'all niggas will ne- leave no stone unturned, huh? <laughs> Jesus. Um, speaking of child uh, 
you know, movies and entertainment and <laughs> things of that sort. Last time it was hot. What's the weather? What's the weather? Get more awkward right Little Bow Wow was on there. You got a problem with Orlando Brown? Got a problem with Little Bow Wow? Little Bow Wow got some bomb ass pussy. That's what he said. I heard about it. I didn't hear what he said. Is that what he said? He said Bow Wow got some bomb ass pussy. Yo, shot. Yo, I just want to tell you, bro. Like, thanks for thanks for recognizing me as a legend, bro. Um, you're a legend yourself, and. I mean, I'm going to just keep it 1,000 with you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, I love you, man. I uh, uh, love all your work, man. You already know what's going on, man. It's squad. But you're going to have to um, really, really address the fact that, you know, you you, you got bomb pussy. Bow. You got to tell people the truth. Bow wow. Tell people the truth, bro. If you got bomb pussy, you got to embrace that pussy. Wow. Got to do things to, to let people know that your pussy is empowerment. Bow wow. You know, um, I love you, Shot. But I want you to know that my response to you being, you know, doing the show and stuff, congratulations. And Who are these niggas? <laughs> oh, I cried. <laughs> Bro. But I think he might it's... be back on drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I, don't, I don't know what's happening. I had hope. The man was, he was in church. He had done rehab, cleaned up his life. I think the 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 reboot of of Raven without him might have might have pushed him over the edge. Because yeah. that is that, that is wild. That hurts. That hurts. To it's see like, like when you think like really take in Orlando Brown, like this man was on every show, bro. He was the kid I wanted to be when I was a kid. Seeing him on Jamie Fox. Fresh Prince, Martin, like he was on every show mm-hmm. as the little bad breed kid. Yeah. Did movies and all this stuff. And I'm just like, yo, this kid's got the life. Mm-hmm. Then you go to That's So Raven, dream part, classic show. Mm-hmm. And then now it's just like, I don't know. I don't know, man. That You talk about drugs and, and kid actors. That's one that's that. One that just went all the way, man. All the way, bro. All the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Prayers up for Orlando Brown. How did Bow? How would you feel if you're a Bow in that situation? Like, I would just ignore it. I would not even engage well, with him. It, but it's Bow Wow. It's on every. Yeah, Bow is gonna talk. I'm not engaging with this. Period. If it's me, but it's Bow Wow. Uh, um. Oh man. We playing basketball. <laughs> just picturing Raven. Like, <laughs> he's just like peering into some <laughs> some little Bow Wow pussy. <laughs> Ricky <laughs> Martin is facing 50 years for having a relationship with his 21-year-old nephew. Oh. Who was accusing him of domestic violence. So not only did he have a relationship with his 21-year-old nephew, he also beat, beat him. him. Push and pull you out. Living la vida loca. Oh, no. Bro, weird, man. Did you, Everything's know, weird these days. I heard about Elon Musk's dad. Had a, Elon Musk had a, a child with his stepdaughter. Yeah. Who he's known since she was four. And he was quoted as saying, we were put on this earth to reproduce. Amen. Elon Musk, the pictures of him came out today, uh, him like swimming or some shit. That nigga belongs at Marineland. He looked like a beluga. (laughs) That shit, that was crazy. Baby beluga. And women are still going to have sex with him because the bag. He flies them all. The bag. 
Um, you want more weird stuff with celebrities? Let's go. Terrence Howard. Greetings to you, Your Excellency. Thank you for this great honor to meet with me and my wife. We appreciate your leadership in the strong pan-African spirit that has enabled you to take a center role in, in uniting Africa. And we also appreciate what you have done regarding the diaspora and asking Africans, uh, Af people of African descent to return back to Africa so that we can now rebuild Africa the way that it was supposed to be. I've heard about Uganda most of my life, the same way that everyone else heard about Uganda. And so I went out to explore a new way of understanding how the universe works, and I was able to define the grand unified field equation they've been looking for and put it into geometry. And then with that geometry, I was able to put props on that. And what I'm saying is now we have invented a new form of flight. What the fuck is Terrence Howard talking about? Bro? Do you know what happens when guys like that come to Africa? <laughs> they said, "Is this guy okay?" <laughs> he said, "Fool, dog." So I don't know if you guys have heard, but they found a lot of gold. Yeah, in yeah. Like trillions. They're yeah. the richest. They're the richest. Thirty-one trillion tons. Yeah, that is. They shouldn't have let it out though. Because how you how you not let that out? How do you keep that in house, please? The same way Nigerians keep a lot of things in house. That's not that is not getting kept in house. Yeah. Thirty one trillion tons. That's a lot. Dog. That's I can't even. They're the richest. They're the richest in the whole world. It's, it's gonna be a problem over it there. Is. There's gonna be a war. It's gonna be a problem over yeah. there. <laughs> United States is gonna start dropping guns. Oh yeah. One hundred. Oh yeah. For sure. For break down sure. the infrastructure so they can't. They can't manage it. And then they'll have to take o Someone will have to take the, over. The Chinese are smart. They're just building up all the highways and say, oh, we just want to farm on your land for 100 years. Well, they, yeah. have, they have Africa in a chokehold. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Already, huh? Yeah, they do. Similarly to how they have Jamaica and they build yep. up all your roads. Jamaica's not even Jamaica. That's little China now. I don't mind that, yeah. to be honest. I like China. Yeah. Shout out to China. Shout out to China. All our Chinese listeners. That's like four. Shout out to you guys. Um... Thank you so much for coming through, brother. That was great. It was great. It was nice catching up with you guys. Straight yeah. up. Straight always up. fun. Always fun. Uh, Norm back in the house. Me and, home. Me and Norm We're will home. be in uh, Montreal. We'll be gone again. Oh, when, when are you guys going to Montreal? <laughs> um, this weekend. This weekend? Yeah. JFL. Has it begun already? Yep. It's begun already. Um, we'll try Lambay this week. Go eat poutine. Yeah, I'm okay on that. I'll, I'll take a pass. But oh, you, you know you should drink that orange juice. You know that Montreal orange juice that everyone goes there for? Like, they have the best orange juice. There. Why is there any more special? I don't, I don't know, but everyone talks about the orange juice. Just say the orange Sounds juice. Sounds like propaganda. Really? They have an orange juice there? Yeah, it's an orange. It's a thing. It's a thing that they have there. Montreal. I don't know yeah. if I can taste better orange juice. Do you understand it, what that, like what you're saying? It's like tasting better water. No, there is better juice. Yeah. There's better the oranges why in other cities. good because of their water. Dollar pizza is their water. What your viewers are gonna agree? Just yeah, let's go the dollar over. pizza is their water. No, the they're dollar, oh, you're pizza. saying the dollar. Okay, I see it's what you're the saying. the best because of their water that they use. Yeah, why doesn't make sense? I have no idea. But it's their their old pipes, probably mixed with old rats. It's stuff. the old water pipes. It's just a calcium has been built over time, and it blends in well. their pipes and something about that specific water that goes well with whatever yeast they use. It's just pizza. there's a specific. Specific dough that can only be created in New York, yeah, because of their sewage system. 
Dead ass. <laughs> Dead ass, son. This is, okay. I did not. Black facts. I, <laughs> I got to add that one in there. <laughs> I did not know that at all. Um, I will be looking for weird orange trees in, in Montreal. Gibault orange julep. But yeah, uh, look out for us in Montreal doing some comedy um, next week. Yeah, we have a show next week. We'll be back here in Toronto in time for... Well, I'll be back at least in time for the show next week. Um, and it's Carabana Week, man. It's going to be a very hectic... Jumping out with him. Hectic, hectic week. Uh, I hope you guys all get your fluids in. Mm-hmm. Uh, get your rest. Stretch. Come to, come to, come to stretch my Stretch from now, man. Stretch from now and make it a daily routine yes, until so you get to Start doing point. your squats because when you start look struggling while you're trying to wind low... Yo, I'm seeing like, it. Some of the quarantine legs are kicking. Mm. They're going me. down low. That's we me. can't go low like that no more. <laughs> I fucked up my knee on on Sunday. Yeah, yeah the way you were dancing, bro. We were dancing. Yeah, we were going ham. Yeah, we we're going too ham. We're going too ham. We brought it back to 04. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Martin seen two people dancing. He's like, I think they want to battle. No, they they definitely wanted to battle. <laughs> they did. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they got intimidated, though. <laughs> they, got, they definitely wanted to battle, but they didn't know who they were fucking with. Yeah. They did not know. Old timers, we know all the moves. You guys are just making We, we really sounded like some uncles in that moment, though. He's like, yeah. look at these young boys. Yo. It was like <laughs> five minutes. Boy. It felt like an hour. It did. <laughs> yeah. I was so tired. Martin's yellow shirt shirt was drenched. In drenched. Sweat. It felt like the old days, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times, man. But yes, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Another week. Shout out to Tyshawn for coming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure you guys hit us up on Patreon. Shout out to the Patreon gang. You got a new episode. Andrina Mill is up on there. Plus, we're going to be probably diving into uh, interns. We'll probably start like a little uh, tier list series with, with intern. He's got this serial tier list that he put up. Horrible list, by the way. Absolutely horrible. We'll, we'll argue about that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You're not allowed to talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's roasting to you. Yo. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And that was the extra gravy. Skip, skip, Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.